Welcome to Sisters Speak, Fear the Walking Dead, where we discuss the AMC series Fear the Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode two. Let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister K. We are going to be talking about the second episode titled, yes, of Fear the Walking Dead called So Close Yet So Near. This episode was a mess. I like this episode. I mean, I kind of enjoyed it, but it was a mess. Why? Because one major, major, major flaw. Well, I have a major flaw, too, which is probably opposite of yours. (laughs) Okay. What's your major flaw? But let's, we'll get into it when we start talking through this episode. Because I got some things to say, Go ahead, Sister Kate. Yeah, okay, well, um, we start the episode out right where we left off. Well, the first scene wasn't right off where we left off. No. But we see Alicia. It's Alicia, not Alicia. Okay, we Alicia. We were calling her Alicia last week. Um, Alicia. I call her the daughter. Is walking <laughs> down the middle of the mother effing street. What is with that? What is with these damn people walking in the middle of the street? Now, your brother just got fucking hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Walking in the middle of the street. He got up out the hospital last week, still walking in the middle of the damn exactly. street. Exactly. Really? Is that the only place you can fit your camera crew? Exactly. Something. I mean, they got sidewalks. It's a residential then area. she got headphones on, so mm-hmm. she couldn't hear a damn car coming. There you go. Then there's some skater kids coming through that mm-hmm. she, does, she does notice. Anyway, I was immediately annoyed that they had her walking down the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. But be that as it may... She was going to Matt's house to see where the hell he at. Mm. And of course, as she's walking through the house saying, Matt, Matt, oh, Matt, I'm thinking this ain't going to end well. Well, first of all, the chick just went right on in the house. The door was open. Well, but no, it was not open. It was ajar. That's a difference. That's open to me. Well, that's a difference. What is it about these people? If you went to a house of your friend and the door was slightly ajar, would you take your ass in there? Yes, because I'd want to know where the fuck my Oh, hell no. I'd turn around, go back to my car or whatever, and call the police and have them go in there. No. It depends. Because, look, you're not Mm -mm. thinking anything of it. It's his parents and him. Yeah. You don't know nothing. I would think. This is the problem. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. But wait a minute. I would think something. Let me tell you why. And that's because this is modern times, right? This ain't night uh, back in the 50s when we all who grew up in the 50s, we could leave our door open, unlocked all night long, midnight even. You know, nobody bothered nobody. This is modern times. There's nobody, especially if it's a woman living there alone with her kid. It wasn't. Is going to have the front door ajar. It wasn't. It was Matt's house. Well, Anyway, Matt has two parents, which they reference multiple times. In yeah, the they episode. did. They did. They are in Las Vegas. Somewhere. I just found it really strange. But my point is this. If you had an appointment or a date with your boyfriend who was reliable, always met with your ass and he didn't show up and you go to his house and his door is open. Most people would walk in and say, what the hell? No, That's most people would think, oh, hell no. Something done kicked Sister off Jay. in here. I'm calling but the law. We know what the hell's going on. 
they don't and especially this child don't because ain't mm. nobody told her nothing well see i'm suspicious anyway so right i'm so, telling you i would not be going in the house she goes in the house and we already know i mean she notices some shit cut kicked over mm-hmm. planters vases and shit tables broke up mm-hmm. we know if something's done happen of mm-hmm. course but then she rounds the corner and she's like, oh, my goodness. And we hear all this fucking wheezing and groaning and moaning and <laughs> Rasping. <shit>. Rasping. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, hell. He, he breathing hard. Awfully hard. Mm-hmm. But I, I did kind of like how they suspended us for a minute. Just for a minute. And did the credits before they showed us what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say something about these damn credits. Freaky as hell. That music they have, it just goes, <laughs> I mean, it's just like yeah. serious, freak-tastic music. Yeah. I like it. That's I like pretty the good. Intro. Yeah, it's pretty good. We don't have to go through this long-ass thing with everybody's names scrolling through yeah. credits and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I do like that I like part. that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, do we want to, uh, I guess we'll go on to the other folks because we have to. We can't really stick with her. Um, so but then, she sees him up in the bed. And of course, she rushes to him. He's you not can tell in the bed, though. He's what? in the middle of the floor somewhere. I thought he's on the couch. No, he's on. She's looking down at the floor. Oh. And then in the next scene, which is later, she has obviously gotten him to the bed. Oh, okay. In his room. Yeah. But so, but before, he all sweaty and nasty looking. Before that, though, uh, Travis. Maddie and Nick, this is right after the shit kicked off with Calvin last week. Mm-hmm. Because they they getting out of that viaduct. Like they still in the hell. truck going home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Swerving and derving. And they go home. Yeah. And they trying to call her ass, Elisa's ass, Elisa. while they while they driving. And, and then Travis, Travis is, is calling Chris, his son. Right. And he's mm-hmm. ignoring his call. And he's trying to call the ex-wife, but she mm-hmm. ain't answering his call. Actually, ain't nobody answering. Ain't nobody they answering. They have to call them people multiple times. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I got to say about that. Now, look, you my child, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Here we go. And I'm paying for your cell phone. Because <laughs> you ain't got no job. Yeah. And if I have to call you two to three to four times. Oh, that cell phone before, gone. Thank you. Hello. Why <laughs> the F am I paying for Hell a phone yeah. that you don't answer when I call? When now, I the call. The only person that you better answer the phone for is me because I'm paying the damn bill. I agree. And if you can't do that, then I ain't going to pay the bill no more. The phone got to go. It's got to go. Mm-hmm. That's just me. So I if agree. you want to get funky and ignore my call, which sometimes you can tell when people do that because it mm-hmm. goes right away mm-hmm. to voicemail, uh, it's time for us to have a call, a, a conversation. <laughs> well, that ain't happening. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> sometimes if I'm busy and if somebody calls me and, you know, on the iPhone, you could say accept or deny. Right. I hit that deny. But if you hit deny too quick, they can kind of tell how quick that thing goes to voicemail. What? But they're not paying your cell phone bill, That's true. That's true. But usually it rings at least three, four times because I got to see who it is. Well, I agree. I agree. Now, that's different, though, Sister J. That's different than screening your calls. Yeah, I'm talking that's true. about it's my kid. That's true. I'm paying their cell phone bill because they are teenagers and don't have no jobs and they're not paying nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to reach you after school. That's the point of me giving you the cell phone at yep. this age with no job. 
<laughs> is to be able to reach your ass. And yep. you going to have the nerve to ignore me? Oh, yeah. no, that ain't happening. So that was the thing. I, I was annoyed with Chris's little ass anyway. Anywho. Yeah. Actually, I was annoyed with multiple people in this episode. But we'll get to that. Okay, yeah. Let's take one so at a time. So swerving and derving, heading towards the house. Can't reach nobody. Finally, Maddie gets a hold of Alicia, and she says, hey. Uh, Matt. Well, wait, hold sick. on. Maddie says, hey, pack a bag. We heading out. Because as they're swerving and derving, they're talking about, we don't know what the hell that was. Mm-hmm. We got to get out of the city. And we, we go into the we desert. We go into the desert. Now, what the fuck is the desert? I don't know. It's a big ass place. I'm assuming they have a house or a cabin or some shit in the Well, desert. let's hope so because the desert is a big ass place. I'm assuming that's what they mean, but they're not saying the cabin. They're saying the desert. Shit. Now, I don't think they would just say the desert and just be wandering around the fucking sand. Well, let's hope not. I'm a, um, it's got to be that they have a house in the desert. They just keep calling it the desert instead mm. of the house. I'd call it the desert house or something. Yeah, I mean, because they're saying the desert. I know. I meet you in the desert. The desert's a big-ass place. Very big. You know? Very Mm. big. With nothing out there. Well, unless you have a house or something. Mm. So, Maddie tells Alicia, pack your shit. We're going to go out of town. There's some shit kicking off. Alicia's saying, no, 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 no. I can't go anywhere because Matt's sick. Mm -hmm. Who? Where are you at? Matt, he's sick. He's burning up. He's got a high fever. He doesn't like me touching him. It hurts him. She's like, uh, well, quit touching him. And we're going to be right over. That's what I'm now, saying. I would have said, uh, back up off him. Come up out of there, which, of course, the girl wasn't listening. She wouldn't time. listen to that in no way. But they, they just said, okay, back away from him. Call 911. She's like, well, I did. No one's answering. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get it. So the next scene with them, we'll stick with them for a minute. They pull up at Matt's house, so good thing they knew where the hell he lived. Mm-hmm. And run up in there. I didn't. I'm sorry, but this is so not like black people. That's all I got to say. This whole scene. Who? This whole scene up in Maddie's house. Okay. What? what I would have snatched her ass into that truck. She wouldn't have been telling me now and go flop on the bed with him. Oh hell no! I would have snatched that hair and said. First of all, she was already in the bed. No, this is where I thought Mm-mm. Maddie. She was not even listening to her parents. No, because this is what happened. Shit. She's sitting on the bed, wiping his brow when they get into the bedroom. Yeah. What they say, this is where I fault them. Now, that is true. What they say is, Alicia, get away from him. What? Yeah. I would say, what do you mean? What are you talking about? He's sick. See? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to wipe his fucking sweaty ass brow. That's what she did say. And they're like, Alicia, come on. That's what the mother says. I know. So what are you going to say? Why didn't you say, hey, there's some freaky shit going on. Well, he's that's... fucking dangerous. He might chomp your ass and give you whatever this fucking shit is. Okay. First of all, number one, they're still in shock with what they saw. Yes. Calvin was a friend and everything friendly enough for them to go to his mama house to Thank find his ass. So that was somebody that they all cared about. Including Nick and everybody else. Okay, that's number one. Number two, even though we know what the fuck's going on, they don't know shit. They don't. They don't know that, okay, Calvin got killed, he come back as a zombie, and now you can't kill him unless it's a headshot. 
No, they don't, they don't know, know none that. of that. No, they don't know. They don't know none of that. So, so they, they don't know, know what Calvin hey, did. So I'm taking the line that Nick uses later. They know more than she do. Yeah, that's true. Now, all <laughs> I had to do is say, "Look, little girl, mm-hmm. this motherfucker is dangerous." Mm-hmm. But no, they didn't say that. No, Maddie but, didn't say that, and she's the one who should have said something. Okay, but this is what I say. Well, let's okay. Go ahead. But this is what I say. Even given what they just saw with Travis, uh, excuse me, with Calvin, they don't know that Matt being sick is going to lead to anything. They don't know that. They assume it because that's why they keep telling her to get away from Well, now that's true, too. So then this is Travis. What he does is deflects. Yeah. Hey, uh, Alicia, can I talk to him real quick? Mm-hmm. Which gets her up off the fucking bed. That's yeah. what he was trying to do, get her up off the bed. Yeah. Because they don't know if it's from sweat blood exactly they don't know nothing so that was pretty good so and then you see in the background when he goes to to sit on the bed and talk to him mm-hmm. maddie takes alicia by the shoulders and says come on let's go to the car mm-hmm. and she's kind of struggling with her says, don't do this don't do this right now that was her chance to say look there's something kicking off i know there's but, whatever you is know going what? on there are all kind of chances in this whole episode, episode for them to say you. shit that's anyway, my biggest pet so peeve. then he's talking to him and he says uh where are your parents well she just got done telling you they're out of town but he's they're like, in las vegas they're in las vegas they should be back today he's like okay and he uh, and he starts coughing matt does and so he asked travis asked alicia to go get some water so she leaves the room and he starts looking at matt and he opens up his shirt Mm-hmm. and sees a bite now mm-hmm. this is pissed me off this is number probably pissed off number one really maddie's bitch ass is gonna say while he's looking at matt what did she say oh she's what are you doing bitch i'm looking at his fucking <laughs> chest he's got a motherfucking bite <laughs> on it just she's like asking me what the fuck am i doing wait a minute just like didn't calvin bite her hand no okay not okay I think Nick, uh, excuse me, Travis got to him before that. Okay, because she had long like, sleeves. But yeah. anyway, why is she? I'm opening his shirt. He's got some shit well, fit up in that's there. That's because by and, now they're kind of like. And then she says, "Okay, so that irritated me. Why are you questioning this man? You've seen the same shit he's seen. You because don't know. because. So then he says, she's in denial. That's her a, personality. I know she's annoying. You have a bite." And so then she asked, which I thought this was a decent question, so I'll give her this. Is that how it starts? Is this how it happens? And Travis says, well, Calvin got shot. He wasn't bit that we know of, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But something is going on. Something. So by this point, Alicia's back, and she comes back over with the water. And they're like, okay, we got to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do. So Matt says, look, look, look. He finally gets his little sense together and says, Alicia, you need to go. You you have to go. My I'll parents, is, is, you're right. They'll be back today. He says they, they're fine. coming back. Now. I have a feeling he done chomped their asses up. He's not a walker yet. Maybe maybe they're in the basement. No, he didn't kill his parents. Oh, okay. No, they probably ain't coming back because they got chomped somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I wanted them to yeah, ask him was, probably so. who fucking bit you? Why is your living room all fucking torn up? Yeah. That's what I want to know. That's a good question. How come your door is hanging the fuck wide open? Yeah, that's what she should have been asking him, too. Thank you. Right after she said, oh, Matt, are you okay? How come your door's open? Yeah. How come all this stuff's not over? And when Travis saw his bite, Mm -hmm. what happened? Who bit you? Good question. 
Ain't nobody asked that question. Good question. That's the first thing I, that would have come out my mouth. <sighs> Anywho, that that scene with Maddie was like, "What you doing?" I'm opening his effing shirt, chick. (laughs) (laughs) Then, I thought it was strange. Even though they think the boy's parents are coming back, they just leave him there. Now, see, I didn't like that. I thought, okay, this is a young man that you know that your daughter dates. You know him well enough to go up in his motherfucking house. You know where he lives. Right, and his parents and shit. And he's sick. Obviously, something wrong with his ass. You're going to just leave him there. Now, even if you thought he was Mm -hmm. dangerous, I would have, I don't know. I don't think I could have left the boy there by himself. I don't think I could leave him there by himself. I might have wrapped him up and put him in the bed of the truck. That's what I thought. You know, because they were driving a truck. I said, hey. Lay on down there. your parents and have them come get your ass. Yeah. But see, well, and this is the other thing. They didn't want to take his ass. No. They did not. They said, "Hurry!" Oh, she was ready to go. Maddie, okay, come on, let's go. We got to go. We got to get home. We got to get home. So they do leave while they're in the house doing all that talking. Mm -hmm. Nick is scrounging through the bathroom trying to find some drugs. Trying to find some drugs because he's getting ready to come on down off that high. Thank you. Mm. Poor little Nick, though. I know he need an award. That dude. He do. Ooh, he looked just like a junkie, and he acted just like a junkie. He's good in this mm-hmm. So they get back in the truck, and which go. I'm thinking, how did four people fit in the bed of that damn truck? Because those things are big. Those are big. I remember. It's a, it's one of those like double that. double seat trucks. Did you see Travis in the back? No, no. They're I mean, like, uh, there's, uh, uh, a full, there's me. one seat. Oh. Those trucks have like a full seat. Anyway, the they're seat. big. Of course, anyway, four people can fit, fit up in there. fit in there. And uh, they get home, and across the street is Mrs. Cruz. Now, that's what got on my fucking nerves. Okay, first of all, first of all, you drive up in your neighborhood, which is a regular middle class look like working class neighborhood. Yep. And your neighbor has a birthday party for her little child, her little girl child. Nine years old. And she's setting the party up where? In her front fucking yard. Hell no. House, house, oh, hell no. You put that shit in the backyard. But it's in the front yard. That irritated the crap out of me. Because it ain't realistic. You don't set up no birthday party in your front yard. Oh, well. Oh, hell no. They had to do that. But the only they... part I like of this whole scene is when Travis is saying to everybody, okay, y'all, get in there. Let's pack it up. We got to go. And I got to go and I'm going to have to go and get Chris. The next door neighbor man is packing up his truck. He didn't say all that at that point. Well, but anyway, the next door neighbor man is packing up his little SUV, but he coughing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Travis didn't see that part. Oh, Maddie did. She looked at him. I know, Sister J. He is packing his shit up, and Travis says, oh, see, he, Peter got the right idea. Mm-hmm. No, uh, well, we knew Peter was going to be now, biting they the had a, But we skipped the whole conversation with Mrs. Cruz. Oh, yeah. Talking about, oh, come on over. We got plenty of food because people keep canceling. Oh, that little bell yeah. going around. People are canceling, and, you know, we need some people over here. <clears throat> and they just look at her. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, can we say, can we pack this shit up and help you pack this shit up because there ain't going to be no party? 
Well, I'm sure she went and told her. But see, that's another problem. Later. That's another hole in the whole story. Later when she goes and tells her, but what? That shit's still going on. Well, okay, so. Anyway. So, yes. That's, when, unre- that's what's known the- as an unrealistic plot Sister device. Jay, as Travis goes in the house, yes, Maddie is doing the side eye to Peter. Because mm-hmm. he's hacking and shit. He's coughing. Now, mm-hmm. uh, they get in the house. And, of course, Travis is still trying to call. Chris and, and, and um, Liza. Liza, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yep, Liza. The ex-wife. And Nick's looking out the uh, Nick's looking out the window, and he's like, "Mom, you gonna tell Mrs. Cruz mm-hmm. what we saw or what we know?" And she says, well, "We don't know anything." Don't know. No, no, this is what she said. He says, "Are we gonna tell her what's going on?" We don't know what's going on. And he says, "Well, but we know more than she does." I hate her. I really hate this <laughs> I, character. I don't. I don't. I cannot stand this character. I don't. And it gets worse. But every word out of her mouth, I hear this. She's not that bad. Oh my gosh, she is. I don't think so. Oh, I can't stand this character. And it's only the second episode. And I'm I don't already. Think so ready for her to get effing bit no i don't think so i think the reason why she is reacting that way this is what i truly think i think the writers are trying to show the contrast because she is one of those no nonsense take charge kind of people that's what she does at school Mm -hmm. and they're probably call themselves trying to show how she is vulnerable when she is not in control that's what I'm thinking. Well, it doesn't bother me. She doesn't bother me. The daughter bothers me. Oh no! Now this no, the mother bothers me mm-hmm. terribly. Well, let's move it on. Let's yeah. move it on. So anyway, I thought Nick asked a good ass question. You just gonna walk past this chick with the fucking blow up house and not say shit mm-hmm. with this little baby girl outside? Mm-hmm. She had there was house. some dude, so I'm assuming that was the father. Yeah, some some bounce house in the yard. Anyway, mm. this is the num- number three. That was thing number two that annoyed me that she said. And then there's right about 30 seconds later, there's three, thing number three. Okay. Which is when he's trying to still call. And she's, of course, at this point. <clears throat> oh, we forgot that comment about Nick said. Uh, she's looking at Nick. She's like, well, you saved us. You Thank you for, you know, mm-hmm. you saved us. But you had to. You had no choice. Thinking that he was looking all crestfallen and shit because mm-hmm. he had to run over Cal. Mm-hmm. No. No. And he tell her. He, he's looking for his fix. He says, <laughs> he said, no, I'm, I'm getting ready to crash. <laughs> I'm about to step in a world of shit. You know that, don't you? Right. Cause I'm getting ready to crash. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And what you going to do time, I didn't realize what he meant. Oh yeah. So she's in the kitchen trying to call the doctor to get some kind of medication for him. And Travis is like, I can't reach him. And she's like, well, you're just going to go over there mm-hmm. and you know, just be careful and call me, which I, you know, which is good. Um, so he goes outside and he's washing the blood off his car, mm-hmm. which actually was smart because you don't want that. Yeah. Shit in there. You don't well, want that well blood not only there. that, but, but I'm sure you don't want the neighbors or, or just people in general. He was going to go by the way they made it look cross town to, yeah. to get his son. You don't want people looking at you all crazy. Like what are you doing with that blood on his right. truck and police out and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, I thought that was pretty smart. That actually. was smart. 
Mm-hmm. So he says, look, if I'm not back by uh, a, recent, a decent time, like go on. A couple hours, go on, I'll meet you in the desert. They, they said that 20, 30 times they in this did. whole episode. And I'm thinking, well, damn, where in the fucking desert? It's big. <laughs> it's got to be a house or something. It's well, but they be. didn't say that. They didn't, but it should be. Damn. Anyway. So, um, so then he backs out. And as he's leaving, you see Maddie walking across the street to talk to Mrs. Cruz. Yeah. But like you say, later. Who who knows what the hell she said? Because later. With, Mrs. Cruz still there. She's still there. And the bounce house still there. Well, you can't. That shit takes a while to undo. <clears throat> mm. It does take a while to well, undo. But they ain't gone. They're not gone. Okay. Neither so, is Peter. No. <laughs> Well, shit, you know, if you're packing to go, it would take you a minute. But see, mm-hmm. if it was me, my packing to go would take an hour. But see, while he's driving the truck going to find Chris, she drives her car over to the school. Well, because. Going to get them drugs. Nick is detoxing. Yes. Withdrawing. She's looking for some kind of drug. The doctor won't call her back. Maddie's saying, look, she, she keeps calling to Maddie, get the bucket, get the bucket. Mm-hmm. And. Of course, Maddie is like, oh. So she gets the bucket. He's throwing up and shit. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, maybe you, Maddie says, or excuse me, uh, Alicia says, maybe we can go to the doctor and get the medicine. And she's like, well, but they might be closed. I don't know. And then she realizes, hey, I can go to the school, mm-hmm. which was a smart idea. That was smart. Yeah. She's like, but then she tells Alicia, don't go nowhere watching. Mm-hmm. Promise me you won't go nowhere. I was like, oh, well, shit. Oh, you know, you know that. Mm. <clears throat> So then she does go to the school. I like the school. The school scene was The good. whole school setup was so because good. Because when I she like first that. walked in there, first of all, no cars in the parking lot. And wasn't there police tape? Or it was no. locked up or something? No. But okay. the doors were locked. She has keys. Okay. Um, but when you get... A, a empty school is a creepy effing place. It is creepy. Creepy. And it's echoey. Yes. As you're walking but down the hall. schools are huge. And Huge. if you ever had like a... And this is a high school too, so you know it's big. It's and, big. And there's all kinds of nooks and crannies and yes. stairs and back ways and to, shit. To hide anywhere. But mm-hmm. if you ever have been in a school, like after hours to an event or a, yep. a game or something, you had to go back into school for any reason. Yeah. I don't know if they let people do that now, but you know. It's creepy. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I like that scene because it kind of had that creepy Ooh, yeah. vibe. yeah. And of course, she's and actually, walking through, and I, she she kind of hears a creak here, and a, creak. a noise here, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so at least she had the sense to bring a crowbar. She did. She bought one of them crowbars. And she went to the um, uh, what was it called? The evidence room. I can't remember the name well, of the room. It's it's like it's like a room off the teachers' lounge. Crime That's what I thought. Yeah. Crime for- Where. When they cop them drugs off them kids and the raids and stuff, then they got to put it somewhere before the police come. Right. Crime so. prevention room. Mm-hmm. And she pries open a locker that has all their confiscated drugs. Drugs and, and everything. And shit in it. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty smart. That was very smart. Now, then, if we want to keep with this Yeah, let, let's story, go with this. Then, all of a sudden, with her back turned toward the door, of course, you see a... F- a shadow and we think it all shit it was tobias it's the knife boy 
Nice boy. <laughs> hey, wait, this cracked me the hell up and I was thinking, <sighs> what the F? They couldn't think of anything better for him to say. But it was funny. It was funny. She's all startled. I would have been effing startled too. Like, I'd have been like, what the fuck are you doing sticking up my people? Shit. <laughs> boy. <sighs> he turned around. He goes, can I have my knife back? <laughs> he wants that knife. Can I have my knife back? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You ain't got no other effing knives at your house. That's- and wait, that knife. Was a tea tiny ass knife. Go get you a big ass butcher knife. That's what's known as writer error. Mm-hmm. I think at this point it's just hilarious. Well, it was. Dumb. I think um, everyone on Twitter is talking about Tobias and this motherfucking steak knife. <laughs> I know it's a steak knife. It's you ain't not, gonna do it's nothing not, with no. It's steak not even knife. like one of them Ginsu knives. knives. Yeah, yeah, or something. You know. Anyway, so. They go all the way back to her office to get that fucking steak knife. To get that fucking steak knife. They probably couldn't even cut a pork chop. But she found out as they're walking to the office that he's there to get the food. He says, because this food will last about 300 years. <laughs> he did say that. And he said, there's tons of it. Yep. So, and I thought that was pretty smart. They go get a whole bunch of that food. Well, he does. He does. Yeah. He gets a cart even. A cart. And he blows, blows that it shit up. up. And so as they're pushing the cart through the school. Of course they hear noises. They go back to her office for some reason, which I don't, I didn't understand. Um, anyway, and they get ready to leave. Of course they hear noises. moaning and groaning. And I'm thinking, well, don't mm-hmm. go in there. And he says, same thing. Uh, Mrs. Whatever her last name is, don't go in there. Yeah, I don't know what their last name is. And so she goes into the office and it's just the noise from the intercom. They hear mm-hmm. somebody moaning and raspin raspin and mm. he says it's one of them and i'm thinking yeah mm. where the hell is it though mm. so as they go to leave and push that cart through the halls they hear the metal detector go off mm. somewhere and they start running mm. so as they run in down the hall a can flies off the cart he runs to get it she's like leave the shit there <laughs> they uh go to round this corner she sees something moving out the corner of her eyes. So they turn <clears throat> and she's like, Artie? Mm-hmm. Artie? I, you know what? I'm so sick that they killed him off so quick. Episode two. Well. And they killed him off. You know. Damn. This thing was, this is the stupidest scene in the history of stupid scenes. Mm-hmm. Because as you know, dumbass chick. You just got off seeing Calvin's ass. Exactly. You just got off of hearing the same raspy sounds that you heard on the intercom coming from your daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. And you're going to walk up to this fool talking about Artie. Artie? Are you okay? Can I help you? Of course he's not fucking okay. And then when he rounds that damn corner. And you could physically see him. see him. Yeah. That did not make sense. That was some mess. But, uh, and, and especially when she just saw Calvin doing the same thing. Right. Just saw Calvin doing the same thing. So then by that point, they've done rounded out the door and all the other doors locked behind them. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't go back. They couldn't go nowhere. Except through the door this fool's coming from. Of course, mm-hmm. he's coming straight at her. So she's like, Artie, Artie. And then, of course, when he <clears throat> grabs her ass, she's like, oh, no, no, no. So then here comes little old pimply ass Tobias. With his little Ginsu steak knife. Sticking it. Trying to stick it. 
And then he tries <laughs> yeah. to stick him in the head, but of course he's hitting him in the forehead where her skull is. Mm-hmm. So he ain't getting nowhere. And he starts attacking Tobias. Oh, I was so mad. I was so upset. I said, this. ooh, he better not die because of her. Thank you. He better not die because of her. Thank you. Now Mm-mm. you feel what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I so was they, getting mad. There's a little stairway there, and they tumble down the stairs, which, first of all, probably would have killed my ass. <laughs> falling down <laughs> the damn stairs. <laughs> and then when they get to the bottom of the stairs, and honey, Artie is kind of wily for a, a walker. Well, but he jumped up quick and was on top of Tobias like white on rice. Right, because so he's trying to hold him off. Here comes this boo boo chick, looking just looking there, standing there, looking around. Well, she's trying to find a weapon. One of them big ass cans. Well, she didn't think about that, or or maybe just go and she got him though. I know, but it took her forever. Well, but that's the shock of it. That part I didn't mind though. I just did not want Tobias. Getting hurt because got, he was trying to help her thank ass. Thank you. If he would have got hurt behind her ass. Because as soon as you saw Artie, you should have went the other way. Thank you. You should have locked that. You would have mm-hmm. shut that door and kept it moving when you mm-hmm. saw his butt. But it took her an awful long ass time. At this point, uh, there's probably some blood or something splattering and shit. So she does get the uh, fire extinguisher mm-hmm. and come, runs down the stairs and knocks him. But it don't last because he jumps wow. right back on to Tobias so she has to really right beat his ass with that um well because we shirt. know unless they got a head wound but think about it I mean he is okay when we first saw him he's tall and lean and the principal of a school I mean he looks uh, athletically built and stuff so why as a zombie wouldn't he be strong too well yeah you know so I mean and and it and she's she being a woman. I mean, she's not physical. No, no, no. She, but but her, she's not physical. She's a school counselor. She sits and talks to people. No, she's dumb. She's not physical. Anyway, so, thank goodness Tobias. Was I thought it was a good scene. Bit though. or nothing. I thought it was awful. I thought it was good. I liked it. The, I don't know what it is, and this is a pattern. So I can say this hmm. about The Walking Dead and now Fear of the Walking Dead that write these annoying as women. It's it's women. And at, children. Well, at least they're represented. What? At least they are represented. We are in L.A. and there ain't ne'er a black woman to be found. Thank you. Ne'er one. Ne'er a woman. Ne'er one. What the fuck is that? And then all the black men, they killing. Two episodes. Three. They done killed three of them. Now, Four. what does that tell you? Four, yeah, because uh, because that first chick, she was chomping on her brother. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when Nick saw her chomping, she was chomping on her brother. So that's four. What they trying to fucking say? I don't know. Okay, this is my thing. And I hope that motherfucker writers is listening because this is my thing. All the motherfucking flack they got with The Walking Dead on this same motherfucking issue. It was all over. And we're not the only ones that complained about it. They're doing the same shit with this one. Now, unless they're getting ready to kick off some really powerful black folk up in this thing, no. I'm going to write them some email. Well, I don't... Because that's bullshit. It is, but... That's bullshit. The, uh, the only thing I can think that they might be 
well, we already see it later in the episode that we're going to have what I think are going to be some strong Latin people on the show. But they in L.A. Where the black folk? Well, you, they, you can't tell me there ain't a black woman in L.A. No, but at least hell, have, at least she could be in the, in the background of some today, shit. At least they're going to have some Latin people because so far we ain't seen none. No, we ain't now, seen none. I don't know what Travis is supposed to be. He's um, supposed to be Latino. Okay, well. Because I'm Chris saying, is Latino and so is his mama. Well, okay. I only say we don't know because I've seen this ca- this uh, actor play all kind of roles. Well, no, that's true too. But so I don't know what they nationality. Is, maybe he's supposed to be. I don't know. They're supposed to be Latinos. Okay. My point is this: at least they got something. We ain't seen no Asian people yet. Ain't seen near Asian person. Thank What's you. up with that? This L.A. Indian people. It's L.A. people. LA. Come on now. Mm-mm-mm. That's just awful. That's just really, really. Anyway, mm. despite that, my point was the women, though, because we have a pattern from the regular Walking Dead. We had, what, two, three women, four maybe, that were just terrible characters. And, well, in my opinion. And now we got this chick who I can't stand, which, you know. Well, you're obviously, there are no people of color and no women in the rider room. Or the editing room, because otherwise <laughs> they would have pointed that motherfucking shit out to them. Well, that's probably true. But shit. Anyhow. Okay, so moving on. Mm. This going to be a tedious four more episodes. If they keep Maddie in the fucking forefront, yes. Oh, yeah. They, uh, uh, she'll be there. Hopefully not. Oh, no. She'll be there. Trust me. I hope not. I Hopefully. bet money on it. Oh, goodness. Because <laughs> I can deal with all the black people getting chomped because I'm used to that shit after all the <laughs> We used to it. <laughs> That don't make it right. It don't. But hey, Shit. I'll get over that because I'm used to it. Mm. I don't like it. But I can't hang with this old, this old, I, this woman. I can't. Well, you're going to have to. I know. I might mm. have to do like some people were doing. Uh, uh, what's her name? Fast forward through her scenes. Well, it worked for uh, Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did in that last season of The Walking uh, of uh, True Blood. So, mm. Tenny who, little old Tobias is fine. Yep. But they, I, I don't even know if they got all the damn food. He didn't get near a can, near a bag. Because when she let him out the car, he didn't, take he didn't have time. nothing but Thank that little you. funky backpack. <laughs> that little funky backpack and that funky little bloody steak knife. <laughs> and this is what I want to know. This is what I want to know. Where the fuck is his parents? Oh, well, yeah. In the office, when he first came in there, she's like, oh, your mom's back then, huh? He's like, well, my uncle's been around. Mm. See, I don't think he lives with anybody in that house. Uh, ain't nobody there with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he's alone. So. He's alone. So that was another thing that I had a problem with. Okay, yeah. Now, so, you done help this little boy get some food. And, okay, so you guys was running for your lives. I could see you maybe, you maybe, you maybe uh, leaving the food in your haste. But you know the little boy living in the house by himself. Why wouldn't you take him home with you? Yep. Oh, no. See, I didn't like that either. Well, so I thought she was going to have him pack a bag. Yeah, and take and him. her house. Yeah. But No. No. You sure you don't want to come with us? Well, if I was Tobias, I wouldn't come with her funky ass anyway. Because <laughs> she almost got my bitch ass. Killed. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, there is that. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
he better off without her. Probably so. But still, I wouldn't have even driven to his house. But again, they, but that's, but I don't know. And Why wouldn't you drive to his house? Because I'd be like, until your mama come out here to get you. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know, you would have taken him with you, period. To my house said, your mama need to come pick you up. Yeah. Yeah. And when his mama didn't come pick him up because he ain't a mama. Exactly. Then he would have had to stay with me. And there ain't no uncle either. But I think the problem is the fact that these are like almost, they're they're like 17, whatever years old. They're, they're juniors. She feels, you know, and their parents are somewhere. So Mm -hmm. I guess she's thinking, well, the parents going to be home soon. Mm. Look, if you just beat off an effing zombie, zombie, but you don't know it's a zombie yet, I would not leave this kid by his exactly. See, and wait, it didn't make then, sense. Didn't even walk his ass to his door. No, she's sitting in the car. See if anything was in there. <laughs> wait a minute. And why is the bitch driving around with the windows down? <laughs> <laughs> that just slayed me. I said, "Damn, why you got the windows down?" <sighs> Lord have mercy. And then what's the up with this she's sitting in the car and this another car goes past her real slow and there's little girls in the back seat with these masks on with drawings of teeth on it <laughs> what the hell is that it's supposed to be freaky shit that's stupid well it was freaky. oh it was stupid anyway mm. i i just didn't yeah that that to me it's gonna be tedious her, it's gonna be tedious her in this show is a problem to me. But, hey, what you gonna do? Whatever. We're supposed to, like we told people last week, suspend your belief for well, this ride. That's true. We're trying to get through to our regular That's show. true. However, you know, what I meant was for people to suspend their belief about what these characters know and believe. Because, see, they don't know nothing yet. They don't. Like, we know all the stuff, but they don't know nothing. See, they don't even know how to kill them properly. They just want to want to kill them. Right. See. Well. A- and it's just by fluke that she was knocking his ass in the head. Yeah, because he was biting. Yeah. That's so you go for. So therefore, trying to bite. He's dead, and he ain't coming back. No, he ain't coming back. Yeah. But my thought is, if he's already dead when you killed him in the school, the food was right there. Snatched some of the food. Well, but I think they probably thought there was somebody else up in there. Maybe. Maybe that's it. They just wanted to get gone. Yeah. You know. So, anywho, she didn't stop by no store or nothing. <sighs> Anyhow. Lord have mercy. So, uh, I'm sure the store's eluded by now. By this point, we'll stick with the, her. She goes back to the house. No, wait. No, we got to go back, back to, to the, the house. house. Nick is sick still. Mm-hmm. Throwing up, sweating, and everything. Matt, uh, Oh my gosh. Tri- uh, Alicia has made him some soup. Mm-hmm. He looks at the bowl and says, Oh no, I can't have hot right now. I can't have hot. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what? Okay. And so she says, Oh yeah, well, whatever. I'll make you something else next time. She goes and looks out the window. And of course the party shit is still going apparently. Cause you hear, Did you notice? Yeah. There was kids out there. You hear happy birthday being sung. Yeah. Happy point. birthday being yeah. sung. And some kids is, you can hear the little chirps and laughing yeah. and stuff. So crazy. She ass goes people. and gets her little backpack. Get ready to leave. Get ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And so Nick's like, no, 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 you can't go. You don't know. I'll be real quick. He's like, you cannot go back there. You don't know that he is dangerous. Mm-hmm. You don't know. What I had to do today. To get away from one of them. And she's like, I'll be quick. You let mom go. He's like, yeah, but you cannot go back to Matt's house. 
<laughs> so she walks out the door, and he's falling all off the, the couch. Well, and she's getting ready to walk out the door. Yeah, she's getting ready to walk out. Well, she actually walks down the driveway, and he's hollering, no, 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 you're, you won't come back. If you leave, you won't come back. He's crawling after her. She goes outside and hears this crash. Now, I don't know what crashed. And she runs back in, and he is having a seizure. Mm-hmm. He is spitting up shit. It was nasty. It was bad. So she's yelling, no, 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 you will not do this to me. And she's, you know, of course, taking care of him. Mm -hmm. So the next thing we see, she's scrubbing the floor where he's done throwing up all over the place. He's back on the couch. Mm. And I know that's nasty. Oh, throw up to one thing I can't handle. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's gross. Mm -mm. And um, she's scrubbing, though. She's got the gloves. She's got a bucket. She's got Mm -hmm. a scrubber thing. Mm. Well, you got to scrub. You know, it's stinky. Oh, yeah, you know that shit's mm. funky. <laughs> First of all, you know his ass is funky. He's still it's got that funky. old man's clothes, clothes on, on. Sweating and carrying on. And, Throw his ass in the tub. Mm. Something. Anyhow, so uh, he, she says she should have been back by now. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, she should It's getting dark, though. Well, it's fucking day. Mm-hmm. It's fucking around with, you know, up at the school. And he says... Yeah, she should have been, or she should be. And then he thanks her mm-hmm. for taking care of him. And she just looks at him, and they hear the birthday party th- or the song in the background. She just looks at him and real quietly says, I hate you. And he's like, Yeah, I know. Mm. In the meantime, so she- that tells you mm. she she knew what to do. She, that, she has had to do that before. Oh, yeah. Many times before. Mm-hmm. She knew what to do. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Yeah, whatever. In the meantime, Travis is still trying to get over to find this little Chris foo who's on the bus with his little camera. And there's rioting and a protest and rioting and stuff because, of course, the government, the police aren't telling the people anything. Well, what happens is they're on, he's on the bus to go home. Right. The bus is stopped up with traffic and, they see and people big as ambulance blasting past trying to get somewhere so they're all looking at this ambulance and then some fool goes to get on the bus talking about hey the cops just shot this homeless dude 20 times and he didn't do nothing exactly and what does everybody do get off the bus get off the now, bus to go look me i wouldn't my ass have been stayed on the bus because the bus wasn't moving so i guess kind of had to get off i probably would have got off the bus and walked on home yeah, depending on where the hell the bus was. I would have, but I probably would have walked the opposite direction from the crowd. Thank you. Because all Cause they got to say it. is 20 times and he didn't do nothing. That means I don't need to be over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see that. So, they, Ooh, Lord. So, so Chris and all the other people run to the police crowd. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out his little video camera. Of course, he's then already ignored his father's call. Oh, a couple times. And so he he gets into the crowd, gets up to the front, and there's a body on the ground with a sheet over it. Oh, wait, I lied. There was, there's an Asian cop in this scene. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so anyway, he's telling people to get back. He sees uh, Chris with his video camera. He's like, put the phone down or the camera down. And so then there's some crowd members that say, why? This is freedom of speech. He can do this. He can record y'all. This man didn't do nothing. You shot him all this time. See, this is what we're doing. We're going to do a protest. And so, of course, the crowd surges and starts Mm -hmm. yelling. And so by this point, Travis 
is still in traffic. Mm-hmm. He goes, this is funny to me. <laughs> he goes to cut through this gas station and gets hung up by this woman who stopped to ask this cop, what the fuck's going on? Why is there so much traffic? The cop, honey, is stockpiling water. Yeah. He says, oh, it'll be better at Cedar, whatever the street was. And she's like, I don't know why I asked you. And she walked off. So hey, Travis is looking at the cop. He knows what to do. Seeing this cop stockpile. Because he's he going to the desert. <laughs> well, no, because the cop knows something. But believe me, he's going to the desert where there ain't no water. He knows something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Travis, to me, was funny because when he looked at him, he's like, mm-hmm. I see you trying to perpetrate. And the cop looked guilty anyhow. He did. So by this point, uh, Travis does make, oh, wait. And on this drive to Liza's house, he gets her on the phone. Yeah, he does finally get her on the telephone. Now, and she's belligerent, too. Beli- Thank you. Ooh, that she was belligerent. the word I was looking for. And I'm thinking, well, damn. <laughs> Why are you belligerent just all out the blue? Because you couldn't go for the weekend, wherever you were going, remember? Well, and now she's saying, you can't just change the rules of our agreement. Mm. You get him three weekends a month. You can't just change the goalpost mm-hmm. to whenever you want to move something or change something. She better hush. You don't need to come over here. He's not home. And he's trying to tell her, look, it's dangerous. Something's going on. Oh, no, there's not. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then she hangs up on him. I'm thinking that's rude. So. By this point, after he gets through the traffic and everything, he gets to her house. And she's standing at the door talking about, why do I even talk to you? You don't listen. I told you. You think I'm lying or something? He's not home yet. (laughs) Well, we have to go find him. It is dangerous out there. There is something with this virus. I don't know what it's doing, but it's making people extremely violent. We Mm -hmm. have to get him. This cracked me up. He goes straight to her purse and pulls her cell phone out (laughs) and starts dialing. Yeah. Because he knows. He knows. He answer the see, phone from her. From his mama. So um, he uh, calls Chris and Chris answers, oh, mom, mom. And of course, there's all that shit, the crowd noise and shit in the back. Right. He's like, no, this is your dad. Well, what you doing on mom's phone? Because I knew you would only answer her phone. Yeah. He's like, well, dad, I'm at this protest. And da-da-da. he's like, protest? What protest? So then the chick. Starts to look concerned. Yeah. Where is he? Mm. And turns on the news and sees. The well, that's because then the she news. realizes he's not trying to play games with your funky ass. He really is trying to look for his son. Thank you. Because, I mean, you know, they they play them kind of games. Couples do sometimes. <sighs> Whatever. He's moved on. Yeah, well, that might be her issue. So, uh, he's like, and then this, oh, okay. This Now, this is the kid that really annoys me. This Chris, he come talking about dad, the cops, they shot this guy and I'm doing something important here. Chris, you need to come home. No, dad. Okay. What? I know. As soon as I got there, I'd be kicking his ass. Kicking his ass. I would snatch that ass. I would snatch the phone. Ooh. Yeah. Second of all, snatch that ass. I'd be snatching that ass up. So the wife, he wouldn't be saying that but one time in his you. life. Liza says, mm-hmm. oh, I know where he's at. Because she sees on the news where this protest is. Right. That was good. That was good, though. So they get down there to the protest, and they wiggle their way to the front, and they find his little funky ass. They do snatch him up, though. 
they did snatch him up. So bring your ass on. Yeah, come on, we got to go. And this little fool, but dad, but mom, what are you doing here? I have a feeling, though, if it wasn't for her, the mother also being there saying, come on. Yeah. We going. He probably would have still been protesting. Well, and then by this point, the crowd's hyped up. Ooh, they are getting unruly. She crouched. I don't know what she's doing, but she crouches down and she sees the sheet rise up off that body. And it's, and it's crazy looking. But it's twitching. Oh, was it twitching? It was twitching. Okay. I missed the twitch. Mm-hmm. But it was looking crazy. Mm. And so she's like, oh shit, some shit is kicking off. Kicking off. We got to go. So they snap grab him by the scruff of the neck and start trying to get through the crowd mm-hmm. by this point they show another cop off to the side i don't know where this person was this chick and some zombie chicks walking up to her all yeah crazy looking yeah they she shoots her getting ready to chomp her ass she was getting ready to chomp her but thankfully they're slow yeah at this point because they fresh <laughs> yeah but i seem to think they were faster when they're no, no 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 i don't oh, think okay. so anyway um so they, she shoots about four times before she finally shoots in the head and it's down. Mm-hmm. When them bullets ring out, though, that's when people start running. They start booking. And then, Nick, uh, excuse me, Travis notices off to the side some SWAT folk coming. And they got the whole gear. And wait, then there was a medical car coming up to get the body full like hazmat shit on. Full hazmat gear. So that tells you also oh, yeah. them people know something. Yeah. They See? know something. See? Yeah. But that SWAT coming up, that's what I think did it because they had uh, those tear gas cans and everything d- uh, to uh, disperse the crowd. That shit is nasty and stinky. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That makes you sick. And so Travis is trying to find some place to duck into so they can well, get up off the that, street. No. Not only is he trying to avoid these cops the swap mm-hmm. there's people looting and right looting and everything tearing shit up tearing it up so as they running they dodging two factions of people yeah that was so, a pretty good scene yeah and they of course they can't run in the direction of the car yeah because see the car is backed out of way right so they're just running down the street somewhere in downtown la and they come across this um uh street full of shops People tearing up cars and rocking them and, and mm-hmm. stuff. So they, uh, there's Barber with Reuben Blades. Reuben Blades. Ruben. I like him, hey, though. Ruben. And he's <laughs> cutting this man's hair. The wife's in the background saying, okay, come on, hurry up. Yeah, hurry up, she, hurry she up. She hears the noise. Move it along. So as he lets the guy out the door, he's like, okay, dude, go to the side, go to the side. Mm-hmm. Then <coughs> Travis is there, and he's like, look, can we duck into your shop real quick? Mm-hmm. We just need to find a safe place to go. And finally, the wife says, let him in, let him in. Because Ruben said he ain't letting him in. Yeah, Ruben said, mm, no, mm, mm. I don't even know what his name is in the show. And he is starting to lock it all up again. And the wife, and, and Travis, though, is pleading. He said, look, man, I don't want to do anything. I got my my, my family, family here. here. Yeah. We just we just want to be safe. Just ride it out. And then, then we'll leave as soon as this is over with. Right. That's when the wife says, let him in. Yep. Yeah. Which is nice. That was nice of I her. I thought I'd have done that. Oh, I think I would have though. Yeah. yeah. So they let him in, and he thankfully he's got like uh, metal window shutters, oh, and yeah. gates and shit for his me- shop. Yeah. So he's able to shut all that shit up and lock shut everything it up. up. But this is what cracked me up. As soon as they get in there, Travis is running to the back of this man's shop, 
looking for an outdoor. The back door. The back door. Hey, do you have a, another door out to the alley? No. Do you have access to the roof? No, nope, because mm-hmm. we need to see it coming. Oh, Travis, no. Yeah. Travis, no. Travis was like he now knows what he saw in his little drug stupor. No, Travis was not drug. Uh, 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 um, Nick, I mean, but but he knows now that what Nick told him and yeah. what Nick thought was his drug stupor it's dreams is true. Yep. It's true. It's true. I mean, he saw all that blood and shit up in there. And not only that, now they got to deal with real people. Real people. Rioting and shit and mm-hmm. looting and, and shit. And being, yeah, being violent and stuff. Being violent because, mm-hmm. you know, when shit kicks off. Yep. So, um, they're telling him, no, no, no. And then. Said they no way out. And then, uh, Liza's trying to say, hey, Travis, look, they live here. This is their home. Don't be tramping through their house. And so, <laughs> which, which you know, but hey, I'm with Travis though. Hey, no, that's a do good we point. need to fortify the back door? What? 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 Yeah, what you we know. gotta do? Yeah. And he was Shoot. smart. Hey, yeah, getting to the roof, you'd be able to see some shit coming. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, so, so he, so the Reuben guys like, look, go sit in the front. Uh, yeah, this is our back room. Is our is ours. You guys go up there. And Travis like, look, man, no, we ain't trying to do all that. <laughs> and then some, out of some other door comes this girl. Yeah, where'd she come from? I don't know where she was at. I guess the bathroom, kitchen, somewhere else. Mm. And she's the daughter of the couple right. that run the barbershop. I don't know her name either. And uh, she says, oh, dad, who are these people? Mm. And so the, they explain who they are. She's like, well, yes. This is our home. Can you please go out to the front mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll wait out, out there. Yeah. Wait out there. We'll figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I said, damn, Nick, that's some, that's some bold shit. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, I don't blame Nick at all. Yeah. Cause he's I mean, trying to he's protect he, his shit. Yeah. He's trying to get away from that shit. So you by know. this point back at the house, Maddie has finally taken her ass home. And it's getting dark. It's all the way dark. So that tells you she's been at that fucking school for a while. A while. Fucking with Tobias. Yeah. You know. And we see the bounce houses up. The bounce houses but up. Right. We don't see no coat. Okay. Now this is what bothered me again. Because so she gets into the house. She's got the drugs. Did you notice anybody outside mm. as she's driving up? I didn't notice nobody. No. Uh-uh. Maybe she was trying to leave or something. Who knows? Mm. Um, but it's starting to get dark. It's okay. dark. Get in the house. Now, this mm-hmm. is what bothered me, number 15. <laughs> it's getting dark, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, all they motherfucking curtains open. All of them. Lights on. Lights on. Because the electricity came back. And they at the window looking out. Looking out. What? Yeah. Now she come up in there to give this boy some drugs. And apparently it's Oxycontin because he's like, oh yeah, this will work. Mm-hmm. He get to going. And wait, he crushing this shit up. I'm thinking he's just going to pop the pill. No. Apparently he's going to shoot it. He going to cook it. Damn. He going to cook it up. Mm-hmm. So mm. she's apparently freaked out. Well, I mean, think about it from her point of view. I thought that was a, a, probably a, a the most believable moment for her. And, and she goes in the bathroom to put away the rest of the drugs. 
And she just breaks down crying. Because think about it. She's known the principal for a while. That was her friend. And she had to bash his head in. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, of course, you're going to have some feelings about that. But wait, the whole time, uh, Alicia's saying, hey, mom, what happened? What took you so long? What went on? She sees her mom is shook up. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. Oh, another thing. We were, we were in, when they were in the school. <laughs> And, and uh, Tobias asked her, hey, have you seen one? Because mm-hmm. I've only seen one in person. And no, no, he's on TV. On, on uh, the internet. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one in person yet. No, let's let's hurry up. That's all she said. <sighs> anyway, so Maddie's saying, hey, mom, what's wrong? What's wrong? Alicia. Excuse me, Alicia. She don't say nothing to her. Thinking, really? Yeah. So you that only is cared a, that is a problem. to talk? You only deigned to talk to Nick? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're going to come in the house, your daughter who just took care of his ass. And she says, yeah, he had a grandma seizure, took care of him, you know, mm-hmm. so she, she came in the house, just beelining for him. Yeah. But don't you get the feeling that Alicia's accustomed to this? I mean, to me, that's a part of her whole attitude. She's a good one. She's a smart one. To me, part of her attitude is as a mother. Well, be that as it may. She's asking her a question and she just ignores her and walks in the bedroom. Now, I get she shook up, but as soon as she got over it, she should have went on. Well. So then she shook up. She notices blood on her jacket or whatever. She tries to hide that shit. I think she's she also trying to, to figure out, out where to put the put the drugs, too, because I don't think she wants them just loose. Yeah, she don't want them to get them all. For, for uh, ever. And then the phone rings and it's Travis calling to tell her they stuck. Yep. Like Chuck downtown. <laughs> and she says, it's Liza and Chris with you. I'm thinking. <laughs> See, now you, I'm thinking, you hear it what too. the fuck do you care? I mean, damn, you know what's going on but now. Oh, and now she can talk to him, but she still ain't talked to Alicia. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a problem for me. Yeah, I, I know you don't like me, the I know. I know you don't like the daughter, but to me, it ain't the daughter's fault. Them well, people ain't told her boo shit. They have not told her anything. Nothing. And, and I do agree with that. I mean, they should so have been taking five all minutes. Of her to say. actions cannot be like, oh, she's so annoying. Because she ain't nobody told her nothing, which I think is terrible. So anyway, so find out he's stuck downtown. He tells her leave. Get on out of there. Go to the desert. And I'll meet you in the desert. No, no, no. We're going to wait for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. If you're going to do that, fine. He doesn't say that, but I'm thinking that. Mm-hmm. And then um, they're trying to talk, and the line goes out. Mm-hmm. And power apparently goes out. Oh, yeah. In uh, the downtown area. Mm-hmm. So probably the cell towers and everything else. Oh, yeah. So she's looking upset, and then uh, Alicia comes into the bedroom. Mom, what happened? What's going on? She still doesn't say boo shit. Just leaves the room. <laughs> well, yeah. So by this point, they go back to the living room and they hear screaming. Yep. Look out the window. Oh, Peter <laughs> is chopping <laughs> from next door. Done snatched up or jumped on Mrs. Cruz he across ch- the street. He's chomping her. And he's trying to chomp her ass. He's chomping now, her. Now, what I want to know is where the baby girl at? I bet she already chomped. Where daddy at? He probably already chomped too. And how come they wasn't trying to get out? And go to the cop because we heard the singing earlier. They must not have believed whatever Maddie told I'm sure they didn't believe it. Right. 
I mean, damn, the bounce house was still there. So uh, Maddie is saying, oh, my gosh, Mr. Whatever his name is trying to hurt Mrs. Cruz or mm-hmm. Nick says it. Somebody says it. Mm-hmm. I Nick think it was sleep. Nick. Nick was asleep, wasn't he? No, he was looking out the window. Oh, anyway. Um, and so uh, uh, Maddie's like, yeah, well, uh-huh. Well, she rushes to the door to keep. Uh, well, Alicia runs to the door, says we got to mm-hmm. help her. So, of course, she runs and, and holds the door and says, no, no, we can't go out there, which I agree. But your fucking lights are still but, on. Your windows are still open. And she don't tell her nothing. She don't tell her why. She don't tell her why. Mom, what and is plus, going on? Don't you think the zombie going to see you with your open up blinds? That's what I'm saying. He going to know you up in there. First of all, y'all are arguing. Mm-hmm. That's noise. <laughs> But see, they don't know about keeping quiet yet. Second of all, they don't know you got your damn blinds open. They're open. You got window shears and your lights are on. Because mm-hmm. apparently y'all still have electricity. Or if there's not a light, y'all got a candle burning or something. Yeah. Blow that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it. You can see through the house yeah. is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. I know, yeah, and then your teenage daughter is trying to bust out the front door to help the neighbor, mm-hmm. and you're still not telling her. Look, we can't do that because somebody's going to chomp your ass. Mm-hmm. To me, that's an issue. I was hollering at my TV, hollering. I said, you know what? I, was, I can't hang with this chick. Yeah, I can't hang. I was with a this little mother. irritated at that. Now, I get it's a TV show, and we have to suspend ourselves a little bit. So don't even show that. Just say, just have her say something about it's dangerous out there or something. But don't just have her just look at the girl and not say a word. Yeah. To me, that makes all of uh, the actions that you find annoying about the daughter null. Because the, the reason she's doing all that stuff is because she ain't been told doodly shit. That's true. And she ain't seen none of the shit them three. She hasn't seen. seen. She didn't see Cal. She didn't see Artie. She didn't. She, she hadn't seen nobody. The only thing she saw was that thing on the news. That's it. And that was just some random person on the news. Mm-hmm. And even then, she said, "Oh, this is probably a joke." Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, that was the end of the episode. That's, that's probably a good thing. I mean, I liked the episode because it was suspenseful. I like seeing. I did like it because um, a it's couple more walkers. Them, right. Well. And it is um, it is moving the story along. It's putting them on the move. Yes. Because now they're going to be on the move. They're very much mm-hmm. on the move. And all the other people, too. Right. The ones but that don't that die. Maddie, oh, no, honey. They need to fix her. <sighs> they won't. They won't. Mm-mm. They won't. And that's unfortunate. But that was a, yeah, that was a good but, episode. But other than that, that was a good, that was a really good I think good we're going to have to wait two more weeks, though. Because, That's right. Because it's a, a Labor Day holiday, so Sunday will not be uh, Fear the Walking Dead. What? It's going to be something else that's on, but it won't be Fear the Walking Dead. It sure so. won't. So it'll be two weeks uh, for episode Damn. three. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. Now, well, that'll give us a little bit of a break, I guess. But Yeah, I guess so. We just started back. Well, but hey, we got some other stuff to do. Well, true. Anyway. True. Anyway, okay. so that was good. We had some feedback, so let's yay. go ahead and... Yay! Let's go ahead and get started with our feedback. Okay. Our first one, actually, we had a couple that were from last week that came in, Late. You know, well, after we did our podcast, because it was on T last week. <laughs> and we on tea this week too. 
That's it. That's right, y'all. So, hey, y'all need to get that shit up in here. We ain't going to be late always. All the time. <laughs> we on tea now. Okay. So, um, our first one is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. She says, Fear the Walking Dead has got, in caps, my attention. I am anticipating the same level of entertainment provided by The Walking Dead. Love you, sisters. Stephanie in Michigan. Ooh, thank you, Stephanie, and for then, that very short. Email. Yes, and that was from last week. Yeah. And then she does have a um, another email that she sent for this week. Okay, cool. So let me find that one. Okay, and her second email for this week is... Hi, sisters. Can you believe how fast Travis and Maddie pulled Alicia out of her sick boyfriend's house? Damn, that was some cold <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty quick. It's not like they knew what was going on yet. They didn't know about the bites at that point. I'm just saying, that was a cold, fast exit. Rick Grimes would be proud. <laughs> oh, yes. Tobias lives with his uncle, who is probably a conspiracy slash survivalist. And we mm-hmm. will see Tobias, the new Morgan, down the road. Saving- <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. Down the road, saving their asses. <laughs> Stephanie in Michigan, love your podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. I don't think Tobias is going to be a savior. I don't think so. Well, he knows a lot more than anybody well, else. I mean, he knows, but Nick knows the most. Tobias never even seen a real one. No, he hasn't. And Nick has had to kill him. No. And now but Maddie's had to kill one. It doesn't so. mean that he don't know. No, that's true, but, you know. Nothing, so. I just don't think that, but. Thank you, Sam. But I do think and hope that we do see Tobias in the future. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay, our next one, and this was from last week as well. Uh, is from, excuse me, Steve G. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Dear sisters, I liked the first show. I wasn't knocked out by it, but it kept my attention for the whole episode. Yep. Sometimes it takes me years to really get into a show. For Game of Thrones, for example, I really didn't get hooked as a hardcore fan till season three. Jon Snow lives. You lie, HBO. (laughs) Season three, it took you that long? Mm-mm, not me. Awesome. Yeah, by the end of season one, honey, by the end of the first episode, I was hooked. Now it took me at least half, half through. I liked the cast and recognized some of the ca- actors right away. Kim Dickens, who plays Madison Clark <coughs> from Lost, <laughs> Sister Gay from Lost and Deadwood. Was she in Lost? Oh, she was in Deadwood. That's right. That's where I seen her. Cliff, in Deadwood. Uh, Cliff Curtis, who plays Travis Manawa yeah. from movies like The Piano yeah. and the excellent New Zealand film Once Were Warriors. Frank Delane, who plays Nick Clark, appeared, oh, their last name is Clark, uh, appeared in a Harry Potter movie and is the son of Stephen Delane from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. from a biracial marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, see, yes, we did know because we've been getting it all week that he yeah. is... Um, Stannis' son. <laughs> Too bad Stannis is on my shit, shit list. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, little old Steven is a good-ass runner. He's a good-ass scare act, scared uh, face running oh, yeah. actor. And he's, that running scene, he was, he was well. full out running. Full out. Full out. So, yeah. Yep. He's done good. 
Uh, so I'm looking at the show and there's a black principal, a black boyfriend and a black friend. And I'm thinking, okay, one of you is about to turn into a zombie. Turns out this is episode one. Turns out it was the double crossing drug dealing friend. Quote, unquote. Guess the boyfriend will get it next episode. Yeah. It was interesting because there wasn't much gore or zombies, but at the same time, there was a level of suspense and tension through the show. I agree. Yeah. You kept wondering when things were going to break out and go south. It will be interesting to see how they use the backdrop of a big city like L.A. instead of rural, rural Georgia. I can't say rural. Mm-hmm. Rural. It will be interesting, too, if they tie the two shows together later on. They might. They say, though, for this season, the first season, they're not going to overlap or anything. But it would be cool. Well, I would think by maybe season three, maybe. They'd have to cross country, though. Because now. But they're going to, at some point, I'm sure, meet. Because right now, I I think um, something I I read. they need to meet. Well, something something I either read on, like, one of those um, magazine-type shows, like Access or ET or something. Um and that is, I think the time frame is supposed to be while Nick is in the hospital, in that coma. Rick, you mean? Uh, excuse me, Rick. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's where we are at now. Yeah. But I don't think, if, in my opinion, I would never let them meet. They're two, make them two separate Right, shows. because one, once they get out of L.A., to me, they need to go on up to, like, Oregon or somewhere. They need to go cross-country, like Z Nation. No, they need to go north. Well, whatever. They need to go. They need to travel. I like, bet. And that brings up another thing. Are them zombies up there in the cold? Well, yeah. If there's cold. Hmm. Yes, they live through cold. Because okay. we've lived through cold in our Walking Dead, too. Have we? Yeah, because they've said it. Hmm. Okay. But my point is, I don't know if any of y'all watch Z Nation, but I do, and I love it. It's totally <laughs> different than Walking Dead. It's but a comedy. The point of, well, it's serious too, though. It's but a comedy. The point about that show that I like is they move. They They're move. They're not stuck in one place every single season. Well, well it's only I mean, been one season. Saying, saying it's so a comedy is not a bad thing, though. I mean, I enjoyed it, too. I feel like I thought it was pretty the good. Fear of the Walking Dead will be in this uh, urban setting, but they're going to need to travel somehow. And they ain't going to be able to travel by car but this is a big ass city, like in Atlanta. But I don't they could not travel by car for very long. But I don't believe that they're going to be leaving LA uh-uh. not until season two, or and probably beyond, ha- and probably halfway through season two at that. Yeah, if they even because do. right because it's going to stay an urban setting. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I like. I don't. They're not going, going to the damn, damn desert. Thank they, you. They're not shit. going to the desert. They're going to get there. Mm-mm. Ain't gonna happen. Um. Uh, Is oh, that it? I th- he says, I thought Frank Delane was excellent. He was very intense and had a wide range. And I was thinking about actors like Brando and James Dean while watching his performance. Well, that's all for now. Take care, Steve. Thank you, Steve, Thank for you, that Steve. email. He was very, very good. He was good. I liked him, too. I don't know about Brando. I don't know, because Marlon Brando was the shit. So, you know, I've only seen this Delane guy in one thing, which is this thing. So I can't make that yeah, judgment. I have not seen him in anything Mm-mm. else either. Uh, Steve had an email from this week also. So let's okay. go ahead and do that. Hey, sisters. <coughs> Excuse me. Welcome back. I like Fear of the Walking Dead so far. I haven't become a fan yet, but both episodes have held my attention. That's true. 
Um, and I don't follow too many series. I agree with you and don't think it's slow at all. I like movies and TV shows that take their time. Mm-hmm. I too was wondering what names they would come up with for the zombies in the spinoff. <laughs> George Romero's movies are such a part of American popular culture. It's odd that no one ever says the Z word. <laughs> they don't ever really say it in The Walking Dead either. They really I don't. Think they said it once. They call them walkers. Yeah. And biters. biters. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was chuckling and nodding, nodding along to some of your insights about episode one. If the Emmys had a best running in a dramatic series category, <laughs> Frank Delane would sure be would sure to be a shoe in Oh, yeah. And like Sister J, I didn't think there was a, any chemistry between Alicia and her soon-to-be zombie boyfriend. Mm-mm. I agree. She's a little annoying, too. Will she be Sister J's Rosarita punching bag before <laughs> she the walking dead? <laughs> Stay tuned, nation. <laughs> oh, she's worse than Rosarita, though. No, she's not annoying at all. Some yeah, of the actors yeah, I had seen before, like the lovely Kim Dickens from Deadwood and Cliff Curtis from Whale Rider. I had seen Frank Delane as Tom Riddle in the Harry Potter franchise, but didn't recognize him till I checked IMDb. Mm. I'm sure it's already been mentioned, but he's the son of Stephen Delane from Game of Thrones. Yep. His mom is black for the swirling podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I read an article on that, too. Mm-hmm. I think Frank Delane is a really good actor, too. Very nuanced performances with a lot of intensity. <laughs> uh, it will be interesting to see how the show exploits the backdrop of LA in uh, uh, the backdrop of LA in the walking dead. The zombies are redneck cracker zombies. Will the, f- Oh Lord. Will the fear of the walking dead, California zombies be more laid back. <laughs> see? That's pretty funny. Will we have vegetarian zombies? <sighs> they only eat vegetarians. Pot smoking zombies. Yeah. Will action stars band together and protect Beverly Hills? <laughs> Personally, I wouldn't mind seeing the entire cast of the Kardashian Kardashians oh. eaten alive, <laughs> as long as it didn't lead to a spinoff. Oh my goodness! Will Fear the Walking Dead and the Walking Dead ever intersect, or just remain distant parallel universes? Stay tuned, Nation Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, Thank you, Steve, for that hilarious email. Lord, today, <laughs> that's too much. That, but you know what? That is kind of a good question, though. No, I mean because the people are different. Therefore, the zombies yeah, are going to be. They're different. going to be the same kind of zombies. Hmm. You know, chomp, chomp. They ain't going to care who it is. <laughs> it's going to chomp. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. Uh, Hey, sisters. And this is from last week, too. Just found out that the druggy son, Nick, is son of none other than Stannis Baratheon. Mm -hmm. He is a biracial child of Stephen Delane, English slash Australian parents, and Naomi Worthner, African-European ancestry. FYI, Myron. Thank, oh, you, thank Myron. you, Myron. Yeah, I think we we, we, we kind of know it. all that now. Yeah, we got yeah, it. Because somebody, one of our family was nice enough to post something on our Facebook Several group. Several people, and then someone mm-hmm. tweeted it to me. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot. So it's out. It's yes. out there. Mm-hmm. I guess he had to premiere the show for all his stories to come out. I yeah. Guess. Myron also sent us a voicemail for this week's episode. Okay. So let's cool. play that now. And we have a new and hopefully improved way of playing our voicemails Yay! where we can actually talk and listen as we play for you. Yep. 
so we can comment right when you're commenting. Right so away. Hopefully this works out. <laughs> let's see. So let's hear Myron's voicemail. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters. This episode sucked. Oops. <laughs> Where did my manners go? I hope you're both well. Let's get started. We are. Okay. Number one, Sister K. Do white people beat their kids? <laughs> I mean, on television? I know plenty of white folks. No. Okay, two. Who beat their kids? Oh, two. But on TV? Them teenage wenges are buck wild. <laughs> Calling their parents psychotic. Ignoring telephone calls and shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them know a parent's frustration manifested in physical form. No. That's right. A good old fashioned, <laughs> if you run from me, your ass whooping will double. Yeah. Go break off a switch from the tree outside. That's and right. don't fuck around and get no small one either. Thank you. Ass whooping. Oh, Thank yeah. You. Chris, Travis's son, ignored his dad's phone call. Honey. I damn near ran out the back door and broke off a switch myself. <laughs> okay. Number two. Sister J, you see how quick the black death toll is rising? Yep. Matt's mistake was fucking with the white girl. <laughs> Just to see set the wheels in motion to slay some white booty, what happened? There you go. He gets bit. Yep. She didn't even sample his black mamba, but was pressed to go back to see him while leaving her brother to Grand Mall all over the living room. <laughs> Just saying. She acted like she couldn't stay away from that ninja. Number three. Sister Cat. Does a black guy in a relationship with a white gal give reason for an entire family to die? (laughs) Travis and Madison left Matt to chomp on his parents when they got home. Yep. The car in the driveway with the luggage was Matt's parents returning from Vegas, who obviously got bit by their son. See, that's what I'm thinking. The death toll is raised to five. In two fucking episode. Uh, that, thank you, Mike. Number four, Sister Jack. My favorite character is Tobias. He seems <laughs> yeah. to know everything, which can be quite annoying, but hey, I hope we see more of him. I doubt that we will, though. <laughs> Number five, Madison takes more time talking to the dead. Calvin last episode, along with Artie Obama in this one, than talking to her kids and neighbors. Thank you, so, Artie Obama. And the protest slash riot scene was lame. It was. The writers thought they were being relevant to present day events, but the execution was unconvincing at best. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm poking fun at the show because I really don't care for it, but I want to at the same time. Glad there are only four episodes left. Meyer. P.S. <laughs> Paul Revere Williams High School, in reality it's named after the racist Woodrow Wilson, was named after the first black architect inducted into the American Institute of Architects, the AIA, in 1923. He actually designed that high school, along with many homes of film and TV stars back in the day. A little-known black history factoid. Who would have thought? Take care. Peace. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. Wow, that's an excellent factoid. Really good factoid. That, that's really good. You're cracking me up. You say you don't like it, but you'll want to. <laughs> but you want to. And you know what, Myron? I'm glad you pointed out just what I said. See, I... You know, I forgot about the car in the driveway, but yeah, I, I, I think Travis that. chomped up the parents because have to go back. he did have the bite. It's not Travis. You mean Matt. I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, Matt. Matt didn't chomp anyone. He's still human. He's talking. He didn't chomp anyone. If anything, his mm. parents chomped his ass. But why would, I don't uh, think he would have lied and said 
that his parents should be home soon if they were already home and chomped his ass. They would have, he would have said, look, them bitches are here. They get me and take me with you. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to have to go back and look at that scene. I'm going to have to rewatch it because I did not notice the car, first of all. There was a car. But I didn't notice yeah, luggage didn't and notice. stuff, so I didn't notice. I'm gonna go back and look. But that's yeah. that's real good, Very Myron. Interesting, yeah. Myron. Okay. And yes, I agree with you. Maddie talks to everybody but her daughter. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Rude. Mm-hmm. Rude ass. Okay. Our next feedback is another voicemail, and this time it is from I believe Pat, but Pat doesn't mention her name. Right off the bat, so let me shame. Where's that shame bell? Ding ding ding. <laughs> shame. <laughs> okay, let's... y'all got to play, say your names on these things yes, now. Let's play Pat. All right. Hey sisters, I love you guys. Listen to the Game of Thrones podcast, Walking Dead podcast, and happy to be calling about the fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> Just watched tonight's episode. So. So mad at Madison, wanted yep. to choke her, mm-hmm. but almost getting that poor pimply face kid killed. <laughs> you know what? Face. I don't blame him for not wanting to go anywhere with her because she was sloppy back at the school. That's what and you said. Got him killed. Mm-hmm. Sloppy, I like that. She couldn't go over to that man, the principal, and try to talk to him. She had been there for the whole Calvin thing. What's wrong with her? That's what you said. Not mad at Tobias for not going with her. Not mad at all. I don't know how long she, what her contract is or how long she's going to be out there. If she goes next week, uh, I'm not mad at that. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Um, Can't wait to hear the podcast. Good night, ladies. Okay. And let me play the second part of her feedback where she actually realizes that she didn't Mm -hmm. tell us her name. Okay. So I just left the message and I didn't say who I was. This is Ty from New Jersey. And I would love for you guys to take my message in the podcast. Um, just to recap, mad at Madison, not mad at Tobias for not going with her. She almost got him killed. Okay. Good night, ladies. Hey. Hey, thank you, Ty. Is it Ty or Pat? No. Well, she said Ty. Okay. My so, bad. Thank you, Ty. Thank you, Ty. And, and yes. at least you redeemed your ass. By, I know, because we was going to talk yeah, about Yeah, uh, we were going to talk about your bag. not leaving the, the Anyway. Well, yeah, uh, I kind of agree with you as far as um, Tobias. I mean, you know, once Sister K pointed out the same thing that, but yeah, we like that word sloppy. She was sloppy at the school, so yeah. She was so sloppy. She was, so, but... <clears throat> I don't know. Try to talk to somebody who you already know is dead. Well, that's that's true. But she could have been. It it seems to me, though, even though he did have a good reason maybe not to go home with her, but she could have at least been a little more insistent as the adult that that he go. But she wasn't. She didn't care. She didn't care. Like, okay. She's supposed to be the school counselor. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. She, I don't know if it's the actress or... If it's just the way the they role. her yeah. role, but it's like I don't feel caring for her about anybody. Exactly. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Except for Nick. It, no. Well, yeah, and Travis. And Travis. Mm-hmm. She don't care about her daughter. Mm-hmm. 
She didn't care about Tobias. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Artie, she cared about him. Almost got chomped by his ass. Well, it, I don't even think it was care. It, it's that that was her friend and, you know, colleague. Whatever. You know what I mean? At the school. I agree with you. She messy. <laughs> <laughs> she, she messy. Messy. Oh, wait, no, she didn't say it's messy. She said sloppy. sloppy. <laughs> She's sloppy. Thank you, Ty. Thank you. Okay, our next feedback is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hello, Sister K and Sister J. Another great episode of the spinoff series yet. Yep. Um, it just sucks that there there's a two-week break for the next episode. Yep. Hopefully that'll give it enough time for you ladies to dish out some <laughs> Sister Speak Empire. Wink, wink. Laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, we, we get into it, though. We get into it. Come on it. now, Joseph. You know. Now, on, you ain't new. You know how we do. <laughs> you ain't new. Now, on to Fear of the Walking Dead. One, I love Tobias. Hopefully, we haven't seen the last of him. He was surely imbibing the fans of the Walking Dead as he was rationing up all the food in the school cafeteria. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. However, at this particular scene, I had to roll my eyes when Mrs. C commented, or Miss C, oh, we have enough food. Mm-hmm. But I had to think in their situation that they don't know how long exactly the apocalypse will last. Well, but they don't know what's the apocalypse, See, though. The See, they, don't they don't know that's mm-hmm. coming. Two, even though I did say how annoyed I was with Miss C, she redeemed herself when she actually killed off the school principal. <laughs> well, well, but she didn't kill him, no. She didn't kill him. Her breakdown when she came home felt very realistic. That's what it I think, too. It happen in real life. For me, from the premiere, the way the actress portrayed that character felt pretty stiff. But now we have seen her emotional side. It explains to us, the viewers, the kind of person she is. <laughs> Are you, <laughs> you I, I wish y'all could see Sister Kay's face. Mm-hmm. Well. She not buying it, Joseph. I don't buy it. She not buying I it. I still think she's stiff. Mm. But honestly, I don't know that it's the actress I'm annoyed with. It's, it's, I think it's the character, honestly. It's the character. I think it's the character. Yeah, because this woman doesn't bother me as an actress. Mm-hmm. It's the character that bothers me to me. But, but I'll, I agree with I Joseph, keep though. keep my mind open, but at this point, she can get bit. I agree with Joseph, though, in that I, I think the same thing. When she went home, and she, of course, she was worried about Nick and everything, but when she went into the bathroom, ostensibly to put the drugs away or to try to hide them or whatever and broke down. I, yeah, that was real because I mean, she'd been through a lot. All this happened in one day. True. One day. She had to watch Calvin get killed by her son. And then he's still twitching. Yeah. Still twitching after all that shit. And now the principal who, who is her friend. And colleagues, so yeah. But my thing is, tell the child. Well, now that's you, true. I mean, if they don't tell this child by episode F and three, but that's not that character's doing. That's a plot hole that should have been fixed. Exactly on the it's editing floor. It annoying to watch mm-hmm. the character. It is though, and that and that's their doing. Mm-hmm. Number three, that girl named Alicia reminds me of the dumb bitch daughter from the movie The Purge. During the oh, scene, yeah, yeah, I never saw the purge. Oh so. yeah, you know you are so right, Joseph. During the scene when she was with her boyfriend in his room, yep. Thankfully, she didn't do a bitch fit at her mom's boyfriend compared to the girl from the movie. Actually, that movie reminded me a lot of the scenes in the, in when Travis's family were stuck in the barbershop. shop. 
Lastly, number four, thank you, Sister K, for defending my short ass feedback from last week. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> Don't worry, Sister J. I still love you. Mm. Joseph from Las Vegas. <laughs> thank you, thank Joseph, you, Joseph. For that email. That yeah. Yeah, I can't one. watch shit like the purge because that shit is well, too you know, much for me. I used to couldn't, but when you watch it, though, it's not as bad as you think. It really is not. It, uh, but, however, the actual premise of the, the movie is actually pretty good. It is. Well. And all the actors in it did a really, really good job. And you cannot believe the ending. Oh, well, see, I'm, I, well, I'm not planning to watch that shit. But I, I can't handle that. Well, the reason why I say that, and that's because. The Don't br- tell it. Why not? That movie's like 10 years old. But you would love it because. Jay, wait a minute. You, wait a minute. <laughs> you would love. Wait a minute. You would love this movie. You know why? Because the brother lives in the end. Oh, well, hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know how they kill us off yeah, first. Yeah, they do. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. LL Cool J survived the shark movie. Whatever that shark movie. <laughs> oh, Remember yeah, that? he did. Samuel L. Jackson got chomped up. He got chomped up. That's that was so L. shocking. Jay uh, lived mm-hmm. along with. Whoever the chick was, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> Our next email is from Mary. <laughs> hey, Mary. Hey, Mary. <laughs> Tobias better be our new Morgan. He better just keep showing up. That he is kid, not Morgan, y'all. They mean the popping up at random I know, house. I know. Uh, that kid is awesome. Really liking this show, but damn, Madison is going to get her daughter killed if she doesn't tell her what is going on. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. I'm going to call her Madison from now on because that Maddie to me just sounds like a child. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested to see what that kid can evolve into once she knows the truth and all the causes of teen angst are all gone and it's just about survival. That would be nice. Yeah. And I don't even think there's angst. Yeah. It's confusion. No, 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 no. That teenage angsty stuff. So, that's what made me dislike her in, in episode wow. one. So happy the podcasts are back. All the best to the sisters and the fam, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary. That's very nice. And I hope that they evolve. Madison. I, I think they will. Especially. They will let her grow or have her grow thank well yeah. shit something hell yeah i think so okay and our next email is from count sparrows hey count <laughs> and i think this is and it says formerly moody quesadilla Ooh, so we know moody i remember quesadilla. that yeah, yeah moody love that you're covering fear the walking dead I love it so much, and now I get to hear you guys talk about it, which makes it even better. <laughs> I completely agree that Nick doesn't look like Johnny Depp. Thank you. Thank you. He does not. Did I mean, you, he's a cute kid, he's cute, but he but does he, not no. look like the Johnny Depp. No. Did you know, though, that his actor is the real-life son of this actor is the real-life son of Stannis Baratheon? Yep. And played young Voldemort in the Harry Potter films. Yep. I have to. Well, I don't. I never watched. Well, I did try to watch Harry Potter, but I just couldn't. I watched it. one of them. I went to the last one. I don't know what the hell is going on because I ain't I, seen all the rest of them. I went to the first two. 
And the book, oh gosh. No way would I read that. You know what? I tried to read it, but I hats off to those of y'all who read those books because I was confused within the first two pages. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, saying something because you read all the time. Well, I read Game of Thrones and I was fine, but the first two books. But mm-hmm. I tried. I was thinking, oh, a good book. Everybody's talking about this damn book mm-hmm. and they're huge and they have a bunch of different. Um, but it's that books. fantasy sorcery stuff. Well, but. I think I would be okay with it, but I was so effing confused. I just had to put the damn thing mm. down. I couldn't hang. Anyway, um, so I don't know nothing about Harry Potter. I do know Voldemort is uh, one of the bad guys, I think. Anyway. I don't read the book. <clears throat> I have to agree with Sister J. While I understand why Madison didn't shower, that would have been gross. <laughs> Maybe she had some of that hardcore prescription deodorant on. <laughs> <laughs> The viewer saying that the doctor knew what was going on is correct. AMC has a second screen app where they release info, etc. that oh. helps enrich the episode experience. What? Like the HBO Go. Okay. Those we little need, things. I need to get that. Yeah, we need to get that. One of them is a medical document telling doctors to try reviving for 60 seconds. And after that, restrain the body and send them to the morgue before reanimation. And see, that's what he oh. meant by, oh, take him downstairs now. Okay. The doctor says, how long has he been coding? The -hmm. nurse replies, 30 seconds. And then the doctor mentions taking him downstairs if the paddles don't work. So he was in line with the medical document. That's interesting. Interesting. As for the question of where the church zombies went, I've heard two theories. Cal heard Nick's freak out phone calls before Nick's parents came and saw him and went in and killed the zombies, not knowing they were zombies, just thinking they were tripping out on a bad high. And that's the blood he was cleaning out of the van. Another theory I've heard. That's interesting. Oh, now that's good because he was definitely cleaning out some blood. He was doing something. He, he was scrubbing some blood. But see, Cal, anyway. Hmm. Um, but how would he get blood in his van then? From the nasty ass zombies. They had blood all over him. That's true. Another theory I've heard is that the kid freaking out in the church that Travis encounters managed to either put them down or trap them in a room somewhere. Now, see, to me, that's a more plausible theory. That he trapped them in a room somewhere. Yeah, but then somewhere. wouldn't Travis have heard that when he was in the uh, church? No, not necessarily. That was a big place. Well, that's true. Okay, now I'm going to sign off so I don't get read for being too long. <laughs> Love your podcast. <laughs> have an awesome day, sisters. And this is from Count Sparrows. Thank formerly, you, Count. Formerly Moody Thank you, Thank Count, you, very Count much Sparrows. for the email. And you know what? Yeah, I ain't read nobody in a while. You itching, huh? Yeah, I'll be itching. <laughs> Somebody write in some shit so I can. <laughs> well, we ain't done yet. We got some more email. Oh, Lord. <sighs> okay, our next email is from Sister Ray. Hey, Sister Ray. Hi, Sister J, Sister K, and the Sister Speak Nation. I just finished the first five seasons of The Walking Dead because of you ladies. Oh, my goodness. What? Wow. I love me some Walking Dead. <laughs> because I couldn't shut up about it, now my hubby is hooked. <laughs> he is only on season two, episode seven. This is what I want to know. Oh, he's good. How do y'all in the same household, one of y'all is hooked on a show and the other one ain't? Well, because people have different likes. Well, no, no, no. I get that, but. Well, that's true. But, I, mean, I mean, like if, if if you're binge watching five seasons of a show, mm-hmm. 
That's a long time. Well, but okay. But think about it. Maybe one person likes to binge watch whatever, but another person likes to read. Well, that's true. Or another person likes to play video games. That's or, true. You know, work on wood, woodworking in the garage or something. Shit, and then they they look they pass the TV enough times to get hooked, and they say, "Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning." Exactly. Again. That's exactly. probably what happened. Yeah. Anyway, that's just me thinking. <laughs> uh, we also are watching Fear the Walking Dead, but only watched the first episode. The first episode was okay. We are going to give it a chance since they are just setting up the characters and the storyline. Yep. But I found out that the young man that plays the druggy Nick is the real life son of Stannis <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Yep. Everybody's Everybody saying that. that. Everybody. 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 Just thought I would share that with the family. Happy watching. Sister Ray from the San Francisco Bay. Oh, thanks, thanks Sister, Sister Ray. Ray. Woo! Nice, San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, it, it's different, and especially if you're just now getting through The Walking Dead, it's going to be a little bit of a shock to have to slow down a minute, right? Because it is a lot slower. But, it is, but, but you just have to keep in mind that this is before Rick and Nam. And see, all of we got to remember when we had those marathons. Go back to that first season and see exactly the first few episodes. Whether what you know, they're not all action packed. No, they're not. Some of it, they're just talking exactly, chasing Carl. Because you got to develop the emotionality of the characters, yeah, in order for you to even care about the characters. Agreed. See, agreed. Thank you, <laughs> Sister Ray, and hopefully your hubby can catch up by the time we get to the Walking <laughs> Dead. Yeah, which is next month in a couple weeks. Okay, our next email is from Kim. Hey, Kim. From Baltimore. I liked episode two much better than the pilot. I just found it more exciting overall. Mm -hmm. I love the way they captured the current culture with the riot. Not knowing what was going on, the crowd started challenging the police. The situation quickly escalated. That felt right on point with how it would happen. Uh, Rolling on the floor laughing at whoever christened him Principal Obama. I I wanted to smack the mother upside of the head when she said no to the food. I know. So let me get this straight. You're taking your family into the desert for who knows how long with the food in your house and leaving behind a gold mine of supplies. Take it all, Tobias. (laughs) He didn't take none of it, though. He didn't get none. Nope, sure didn't. Mm. What was that noise? Oh, it was the sound of millions of people yelling at their TVs. Send him a freaking text when Chris kept ignoring his dad's text. <laughs> oh, now see, that would have been a good idea. That's true. That see, is true. that's I didn't good. Think about the text. That's good. He might good. not have read the text either. Well. And late, and uh, excuse me, and tell her what is going on, dumbass, mm-hmm. when Tobias called his ex. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, you mean uh, uh, Travis. Travis. Mm-hmm. And we, and are we really going to have to put up with people not telling their group stuff in this show too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because it's happening. Yeah. Best scene in the ep, in my opinion, was the mom standing with her back to the door, not letting the daughter go out to try to help. Chilling. I know it's long ass. I'll spare you my making up some lame ass excuse and take my read like a grown up. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Kim from Baltimore. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. That wasn't that long, though. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that long. Kim does have a second email. Oh, hell no. So this might be the read part. All right, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. She says, I might have could have already sent feedback for this episode, so I'll keep this short. Mimi in the desert might refer to a specific spot Travis and Maddie go to routinely. 
That's what you said. That's what I think. <laughs> the daughter is being unfairly maligned, in my opinion. Thank you, Kim. I agree. <laughs> People like drugging Nick, even though he has done nothing worthwhile in the whole episode. People, he ran. People Shit. like drugging Nick, even though he's done nothing worthwhile. <laughs> well, I think the reason we like Nick, I like Nick too, but I also like the daughter. It's because he is making sense. And despite the fact that he's a druggie, right. obviously he's a good person because he could He's a good person. He couldn't um, fathom the fact that the girl was killing people up. Eating people well, not up. only that, but... He didn't... Go ahead. Well, not only that, but... I think everybody really identified with Nick in that diner scene with Calvin because Rick, uh, I mean, excuse me, Nick was just so innocent. He was really trying to, you know, tell his friend what he saw, what happened and asking for his friend's help because he is a druggie. And all the while Calvin's thinking, oh, I'm going to kill this fool. Right. You know, so I think, I think that did it for people. I really think and they the fact did that he, we know he's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. Uh, the sibling of an addict has a rough road to hoe. Yep. They lie to you, steal from you, ruin special moments, take all the attention in the family, and generally make your life hell. Your parents fight over them. Everyone is expected to make excuses for them. Besides, if anyone would have bothered to tell her, we're not just being dicks about Matt. He's dangerous. The people who die are coming back to life and trying to kill other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe she would have stayed in the damn house. Yep. See, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. What did we all expect? The Walking Dead writers don't have their cast tell each other important stuff. Yep. The fear the Walking Dead writers are following right along. Of course. Sorry if this was too long as emails or even just one. Kim from Baltimore. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. And but- your ass ain't sorry. Because <laughs> you, you sent two emails. However, you got some good points, she though. Has a good point. You got some good points. She did. Mm-hmm. because uh i agree with that yeah well you know we always have issues with the writers of the shit it doesn't you know and it, it, it's not going to keep me from enjoying it. it or watching it yeah. because we're committed well, now they always have something but they, they, can't do they always have something completely 100 percent. yeah but good. you know what but, this lack of sisters in la oh that's yeah. a biggie that's well, a biggie it is it's a biggie and the lack of telling people shit yeah you know, anyway, thank you, Kim. Our next email is from Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, sisters. This is Joe from Detroit. Whoop. Hey, Motor City. <laughs> One, when watching the second show, I had a running thought. Y'all better jump in the tub now. Take a good, long, hot shower. Oh, yeah. Because y'all will never be that clean again. Never. That is so true. Never. Two. Maddie, listen to the smart kid. You've already seen some shit. Mm-hmm. True number two. I got it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Three. I think the school would be a good holdout. It's sturdy, stocked, and can made and can be made secure. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for all you do, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, for Joe, that email. for that appropriate length email. Very I might add. But yeah, I, I agree too. Unless there's some reason, like. Like, like, uh, Sister Kay did point out, you know, there's so many nooks and crannies and hiding places and stuff in the school. However, you can't fortify that thing. You can go up on the roof yep. and, and do surveillance and stuff. See, so yeah. 
you know. You could. Yep. And the only other people that probably would be there is maybe a janitor. No, they probably zombie meat. Cleaning crew. I think that That's might, about it. I think that might be the other noises they heard. But there could heard. be because mm-hmm. they could be down in the catacomb part. Exactly. And like nobody the boiler rooms know. and stuff. Yeah. And then they pop on up out. Yeah. Right. Because after she killed um, Artie, uh, Principal Obama, then oh, <laughs> I like that. That's good. Then, I mean, they was kind of, you know, going to run out anyway, but they heard some other noise. So they had to book. That was supposed to be Artie. Oh. Oh, you think so? I hate it. After he was there? Well, think about it. I mean, there's more than just the principal after school. Well, true. After everybody leaves. That's right. That's true. So, you know, the secretary, there's this one, there's that one, the school nurse, you know. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Okay, our next email is from Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy hey, John. Hey, Ozzy John. Hey, sisters. How you going? Yeah. Let's get into it. So here are my thoughts on season two, or excuse me, on episode two. Okay. So close yet so far. One, this series is awesome. I am really enjoying the time setting of the show at the beginning of the outbreak. Me too. It is answering the question of what would you really do if this was happening? Mm-hmm. This episode was even better than the first. Agreed. Yep. I've come to the conclusion that the complaints about the shows, excuse me, the complaints about the slow nature of last week was the fact it was a longer episode and the extra time was all talking. That's yeah. true. It was yeah. 90 minutes. But but you need that in order to you know set it up. We also now have our Dale slash Herschel character with a new barber and his family introduced. That's it. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's who that is. Uh, Two, Travis and Madeline were boring last week, but weren't given much to work with. Mm -hmm. Travis now looks more comfortable with his ex-partner and his biological child than he did with the new family. Yeah. I see the love triangle happening if they all get together at some point. Oh, you know that's right. You know that's right. Madeline seems like... Excuse me. Madeline seems she could develop into a Shane-like person after having, excuse me, after saving Tobias, but also leaving the neighbor to die to protect her own. I don't think so, because I was just sitting here thinking, okay, so who's who going to be the Shane character? I don't think we've seen the Shane character yet. That's well, what I'm thinking. The, the, the thing about Shane was he tried to, you know, for the good of the group and his family, what mm-hmm. he thought was his family, he was going to do whatever. Yeah didn't matter i don't think we've and so i don't well i mean she's kind of done that with not saving the chick across the street but shit she done told the chick across the street what she knew she told the chick she got snatched up there wasn't nothing else she could Mm -hmm. do with her at that point so she couldn't let her daughter go out of the house Mm -hmm. honestly that part i agree with Mm -hmm. but she could have told her something um three haven't we had enough of teenage bullshit after carl would always (laughs) run off (laughs) yep yep now now we have Alicia being a brat and Chris too busy protesting to know what's happening right in front of them. Yep. Four. I'm sure a lot of others will cover this, but shall we raise a glass to Principal Obama and Matt? <laughs> Two shocking losses we never saw coming. Gone too soon. <laughs> five. I have a long shot theory that would be amazing. Picture Tobias five, six years later after a puberty growth spurt and growing a mullet to appear much older. He is the awkward and clever one with the handle on what is happening. And he is tutoring other kids. So he is book smart. He also has a new for, excuse me. He also has a few survival tips. He was passing <laughs> on. 
Lastly, he also needed help to dispatch a walker slash infected person after a clumsy effort of his own. Was this the origin story of Eugene? Huh. No. I don't think so. Not at all. Mm-mm. Because no. even five or six years, he wouldn't look like Eugene. Mm-mm. Or he wouldn't be old enough to be Eugene. Mm-mm. Anyway, that is me done for this week. Have a good one, ladies and the nation. Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John, Thank for you, that Ozzie email. John. Yeah, I don't think Tobias is turned, uh, grows up to be, uh, um, what you call him? Eugene. Eugene. Um, I, I don't, don't see think that. so either. Yeah. But I think... He could be a Eugene-like character where yeah. he's not that efficient with dealing with the walkers, but, but he, knows he knows a lot, a lot of stuff. about shit. Yeah. Because he's yeah. done research. And, and he reads. And he reads. And he watches the yeah. news. He obviously watches Thank the you. news. So you think reading is See. important. Mm-hmm. So Sam Tarley is important. For oh, Game shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is useless. No, he's not. Shit. Love Sam. He need to go be a meister. Get off the show. <sighs> Thank you, Ozzy John. <laughs> Thank you, Ozzy John. Okay, our next email is from Savina. Hey, Savina. Savina, this looks a tad long. Uh-oh. But we gon' we gon' see. Uh-oh. Hi, sisters. Long-time listener of your The Walking Dead podcast and first time running in. I was going to say, the oh. name is new. Okay, well, then I won't read you then since you first, uh, but hey. But she's a long-time listener, so she All knows. All right, yeah, okay. I know it is my best interest to keep to try to keep this message as short as sweet as possible, so here it goes. My issue with this episode was the lack of communication between the characters and mm-hmm. all of the teenage angst. Yep. Everything about Alicia simply irritated me from her boyfriend to attempting to leave the house after her mother explicitly <laughs> told her to stay inside and watch over her brother. I'm with you. However, this all could have been probably avoided if Madison and Travis would have sat her down and explained to her what was going on. That's true. Or at though. least what they have just seen in regards to Cal. Yep. The same with Travis's ex and his son. He would have been spared all of the attitude and angst if he was upfront with what was going on, no matter how crazy it may have sounded. That's true. true. That's a good point. Going back to Alicia's boyfriend, Matt, why didn't anyone ask him how he was bit and when and where it happened? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Savina. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He was still alive and conscious and would have been able to give them what could be vital information. Also, Sister Jay. Uh, excuse me. Also, Sister Jay mentioned that she didn't buy Alicia and her boyfriend Matt as a real couple. To be honest, they don't really bother me as much as Madison and Travis. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what I Those mean is, two have just... no romantic chemistry like at all, which to me is a bigger problem considering that they are two of the show's leads. You know what, though, Sabina, you got a good she point there point. because they really don't have any chemistry. I don't no, feel that chemistry. I don't either. Uh-uh. No. You are. You know what? Maybe that's what what everybody's trying to put their finger on, but but yeah, you just it. said it. Yeah, because now that you mention it, they do not have any chemistry together. Swap her out. Maybe they will. Okay. Um, I actually appreciate the show's attempt with social commentary in regards to police brutality and the social unrest that follows as a result. As someone who lives in Baltimore and experienced the riots earlier this summer, the scenes of the protest slash riots on the show hit close to home. Hmm. I really like the character Tobias. 
I love that he was in the school stocking up on food. <laughs> it's interesting because we, the viewers, know that, that hunkering down in a school because of its resources would probably be the best option. Yeah. We know from The Walking Dead and zombie movies that places like schools, prisons, malls, etc. are a gold mine in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Tobias knows what's up. Which is why I was disappointed that he parted ways with Madison. And by the way, where is this boy's parents and family? Mm-hmm. I really hope we see him again soon because he is the only character, along with Nick, that I feel some measure of emotional attachment to. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I like um, Travis, though, too. I do like Travis, though, too. Um, Nick, like Tobias, is the only one who truly gets what's going on. And I think once he is able to kick his drug habit, he will be a force to be reckoned with in this new world. Could be. When he is lucid, you can tell that he's intelligent and resourceful. Mm -hmm. I do like the juxtaposition of Nick's behavior and mannerisms as someone who is drug addicted to that of a walker or an infected person. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. This show is probably the biggest anti-drug campaign that we have seen in quite some time. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Nick's journey towards sobriety in the midst of, a, of the zombie apocalypse should be interesting to watch. Well, mm-hmm. I think he's going to have some issues. Oh, he's going to have some deafening issues. issues. He's going to be freaking out and stuff. And then he's going to be trying to suck up anything he can that, yeah. he, that they find along mm-hmm. the way. Okay, so that probably wasn't as short and as sweet as I intended it to be, but I will try harder next time. P.S. This show wastes no time killing off black males. Just yep. saying. Yeah. True. P.S.S. Off topic. She says P.S.S. Mm. Uh off topic, but I recently binged all five seasons of the Game of Thrones, and I have been enjoying listening to your commentary on the show. Lord, these people be binging. Binging. Damn. I love it. I love it. <laughs> to not spoil it for anyone, I refuse to believe that you know who is really dead. I well, hope not. Perhaps dead in a literal sense, but he will be resurrected. I yeah, hope that's so. What we think. I hope so. Well, that's all for now. Keep up the great work, ladies. Savina from Baltimore. Thank you, Savina. Thank you, Savina. For that long ass email. Long ass, Savina. But you get a little bit of a pass because it's your first one. A little bit. Don't do it again, though. A little bit. Because you know, yeah. you ain't new to the podcast. Yeah, you ain't new. She's just new to the right name. Yeah. So, yeah. Leave a voicemail next Good time. Good to have you, though. Yeah. Good to hear you. We glad you're listening. Yep. Okay, and our next email is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel, and shout out to Gabriel. Yay! Who our, or helped us with our logo for it's awesome. Fear of the Walking Dead. And the reason I noticed, I've, I don't know if y'all have noticed, it hasn't shown up on like the podcast app or whatever you're watching. And I think it's because our main feed picture is the old one. So I'm going to work on trying to get that changed out until the new. Anyway, because mm. I want to see it while, yes. I'm, while I'm listening exactly. you know, on, my, on my phone. But so. it's an awesome logo. Thank it's you, Gabriel. Awesome. I love it, Gabriel. We Thank like you it so a lot. much. You're so sweet to do that. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, sisters, how are you doing? Fine. Let's jump right into it. <laughs> that episode was decent again, but not great. But I'm optimistic for the next episodes. Yeah. I thought they could have taken advantage of certain situations way better. For example, the school scenes could have been way creepier and the whole thing with the useless <laughs> boyfriend also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said last week, I don't get the point of the prequel. If you don't show how the virus is born and the first zombie of them all. Yeah. Just seems like an easy, lazy way to make easy money to me. 
You know, th- that's a good point, though. Yeah. That's a good point, because we have not seen Ground Zero. Don't get me wrong. I can see the production value and all that. I just can't go behind something with that lack of creativity. Take some risks. People will watch anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll, get, I'll just give one little example to illustrate what I mean. For example, if Matt the Useless and Not Credible agrees to Jay on that one. <laughs> Would be missing like in the first episode, not responding, but instead of not responding, but instead of what happened in the second episode, he comes and save his girl from a dangerous situation. And from there, you build a strong character. Wouldn't it be better? Yes. Yeah, possibly. You would take everybody by surprise and not do the cliche thing everyone saw coming. Yeah, but they didn't have no chemistry together. No way, they though. Did. So you didn't mind them getting no? I, I didn't mind them being gone because yeah. they didn't have no chemistry. It would have been nice to understand how Effie got bit, but that's that's just me. But mm-hmm. I agree on that point, um, Gabriel. That was that first girl, right? No. How did Matt, the boyfriend, get bit? Oh, I thought he was talking about the girl uh, that that Nick saw chomping. No, he's talking about Matt. Okay. While I'm stopping here, I'm getting pretty mad behind my computer for some reason. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and by the way, I personally don't care if an actor is black or white. Maybe it's because I'm gray. <laughs> <laughs> I just want them to be good in every way possible. On that note, have a great day. Big fan from Belgium, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. For that email. And I doubt that you're gray. You know? <laughs> you can feel free to post a picture, too. He might be, he might be, uh, and let us beigey, beigey and, gray. and let us decide. We don't know what the weather is like in Belgium. Yeah. Maybe well, what's the sunny? weather like? Maybe he doesn't get much sun. Is it hot or something? Who knows? But anyway. Thank you. <laughs> the, oh, oh yeah. Um, what I was going to say is I don't really care what the racial makeup of the characters is either, except for the fact that you need to put two actors together that's supposed to be romantically involved that have some chemistry together. He could have been Asian, uh, Puerto Rican, anything, but they don't, they didn't have no chemistry. So, so therefore it was a stereotype cliche. All my point was, you know, the fact that they're supposed to be kids. Yeah. And even, and, and, you know, they may have had more chemistry quote unquote, or maybe it would have been more believable if we would have had more scenes with them. Um, Who knows? You didn't want that, though. I no, I don't care about I don't him. Know. The characters just weren't developed that, that well. No. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. And our last email of the week, woo, woohoo, is from David. Hey, David. Hey, David. Love you, sisters. Yay. Uh, glad that you ladies are back on the dead podcast. <laughs> Read me if you all want. I'm still going to listen to you ladies. <laughs> Much love to you and the whole Sister Speak family. If one, if no one has let you know, the reason for the doctor saying what he said is the World Health Organization sent out the following memo to all hospitals. Oh. But there is a police report on another note. Well, actually, a newspaper article, excuse me, a newspaper article on the incident. Love you, David from Joplin, Missouri. Oh, hey. Hey. And then he attaches uh, apparently what this news article says. Let me see if I can read it. That's good to know, David. It says LAPD fatally shoots man after violent attack at residence. And then it's an article about 
It says, I'll read it. Mm-hmm. On Sunday evening, Los Angeles police officer shot and killed an assailant who had t- attacked the officers after allegedly assaulting four members of his own family, an LAPD spokesperson said. Oh, that Offic- means four members are zombies. Right. Officers David Moran and Ryan Fornabio responded to a domestic disturbance call at the Culver City residence of of Patrick Sutherland, 38, at approximately 6.30 p.m. The officers entered Sutherland's home where they found Sutherland's family hiding inside the master bedroom closet. They observed that a lot of things had been broken and that the entire house was in disarray. They at first suspected a home invasion, but then discovered Sutherland in the back alley of the home, covered in blood and devouring a neighborhood cat. Ew! Ew, he was a walker. Officers, that was me, my commentary. Officers, (laughs) (laughs) I think they got that. They got it. Officers suspected Sutherland might have been under the influence of hallucinatory drugs, Mm -mm. the LAPD spokesperson stated. However, when approached by officers, Sutherland discarded the car, excuse me, discarded the cat and came at them with intent. He disobeyed police orders and refused to stand down. The officers fired several shots at Sutherland. Neighboring residents said they heard a dozen gunshots. The shooting shook the family of neighbor uh, Emily Harold. Her seven-year-old daughter was outside playing, watched over by her 18-year-old son, John Harold, and his girlfriend, Melanie. The couple was brought to West Hollywood Division to provide witness statements. Mr. Sutherland was declared dead at the scene. The Los Angeles County Coroner is awaiting toxicology or toxicity reports to indicate the presence of any psychoactive substances in Sutherland's system. His family reports that he had no history of drug use, but had been feeling ill for several days prior to the bloody rampage. Mm. Sutherland's aggressive episode is the 11th in a series of violent attacks that have been reported across the nation this week. Uh Oh, 11th. See? That's the end of the little article, article. thing. That's actually cool that they are doing like little extra pieces of things like that, like little newspaper articles and Mm -hmm. news stories. But that apparently is like one of the, so based on what David's saying, he says, um, the world health organization sent out Mm -hmm. a memo. That means it's worldwide then. And then there's a police report. Mm -hmm. That means it's happening in in other countries and they're not really sure what it is, but they know mm-hmm. something, but they ain't telling nobody. Okay. This is what I have to say. And that is it, you know, it would be nice if the fear of the walking dead producers would either have characters reference this information or something, because if it wasn't for the family members letting us know, I wouldn't have known to go and, and, and see this extra stuff. No, but we don't, look that app either well, so that's true just like on hbo go they have the extra stuff that's true like you were saying and you would never know it unless you i'm gonna have that. to get that gum app then yeah mm-hmm. but i think that's pretty cool because that in, is very in the cool show, people here and there they sprinkle them like one or two people saying stuff like oh the government knows yeah they're not telling us something yeah and that's why and that's it mm-hmm so All thank right. you david thank you that. that's yeah cool. that's pretty cool well thank you everyone for sending your feedback Yay. this has been great we still did not get any taglines oh yeah not yet what's up with that i don't know what kind of tagline could could they use though? to say your name and where you're from even yeah but they got they want to say something okay then just say love and fear the walking dead or 
I'm listening to the Fear of the Walking Dead on the Sister Speak podcast. Just say I. I Do I, us I, like a little intro instead of a Say, tagline. my name is such and such and such and such and I um, want that bitch to get bit. Thank you. <laughs> Mimi Madison. You don't have to name, you don't have to name the character, but yay. Or just give us like a little intro or something <laughs> if you don't have a tag tagline. You know? And don't make it no five minutes, y'all. No. The tagline is short, like yeah. 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just in case y'all didn't know. So if you want to send one in for next time, which we would love to listen to, mm-hmm. you can send it to sisterspeak at gmail.com or leave us a message on our SpeakPipe app, which is speakpipe.com slash podcast. Or you can actually email us an audio file that you create on your phone or computer. Uh, you can also reach us at our website, sissespeakpodcast.com, or contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sissespeakpodcast. We have a Facebook group also that you can join, which is um, facebook.com slash groups slash sissespeaknation. We are also on Twitter. I am at underscore Sister K and Sister J is at underscore Sister J. Yep. And then we have a um, podcast Twitter, which is at Sister Speak Cast, C-A-S-T. Yep. And we're also on Google Plus. We're in Stitcher. You can find us um, in other various places as well. Do, do you go on Google Plus? I don't ever use it. Uh, on occasion. Not a lot. Not a lot. But I honestly don't use anything else a lot either. Lately. Well, I mean, yeah, we have. But, but uh, there are a lot of people on Google Plus that we are circled. Really? Okay. Or plus cool. one. I didn't even know that. Or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I use Twitter and Facebook mostly. Yeah, that's what we do the most, or that's what I do the most too. Um, I think that's all of our particulars. Oh, and if you want to call in a voicemail, oh yeah, our we like dial in number is nine seven two seven five five. One two one five. If you want to go old school, old school, old school. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank y'all so much. Yep, um, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun talking shit on Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I'm Sister K, and I'm Sister J. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>